So I wonder if there'll ever be a time when 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 Sin is ready to start like, a show. Like no, the, the answer is no. 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 But wh- why? Hmm? But why? Who can ever be ready for a show like this? One can only be mildly prepared at best. <laughs> or be prepared for Tech Talk Thursdays. Today is June 16th, 2022. And of course, it is time once again for another episode of Tech Talk Thursdays. This week, I'm joined. Oh, wait. First, I'm one of your hosts, Marcus Major Lennox Summers. Of course, this week, I'm joined by Kevin Kev. It's your boy, Kevin, the building. In the building. What's good? This week, I am joined, while still in L.A., Sinziak in the mm-hmm. building. Greetings and salutations, good people of the internet. <sighs> How's everybody doing this week? We're halfway through this month. We are. Mm-hmm. We all in June, in Juneteenth. Shout out to the Black people of Texas specifically. E is in three days. Yes, Freedom Day. Which I would like to tell everybody watching, whoever stumbles upon our humble but very well founded and sound podcast, that is not a um generally brown holiday. That is not a BIPOC holiday. That is a black ass holiday. Hey. The whole thing. A black ass holiday. That holiday is specifically for black people, and I would like it to be respected and honored as such. Let that ain't be no, public record. There ain't no green dang dang gonna be no green beer. There ain't gonna be no nachos not nacho specials. It's gonna be it's just gonna be us living our best lives and we'll probably watch a Black Panther. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> So, I'm wondering if... So, I'm already doing this. But I wonder if others will do the same. Should we replace Independence Day with Juneteenth? Oh, it's been... Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say a couple of things there. One of them being... No. Well, I'm not saying they take away July 4th as a holiday but how we celebrate these days like so i'm thinking i i have some thoughts on that but it's very much the same kind of conversation we have about who gets a plate at the cookout it's that kind of that's a between us conversation and between us i'm just like we need to gatekeep the fuck out of that holiday i'm here for that I'm here for that all the like raise the port colors nobody gets it like this vip <laughs> only the way July 4th is the day Will Smith saved us from the aliens. I mean, and you that, can't tell me nothing different. That, I mean, July 4th is my wife's and I anniversary, so. <laughs> there will be fireworks of a different kind going off that day, possibly. E- <laughs> I feel like, and also because I feel like this is really important, it is a day that people have called. I'm speaking of Juneteenth. It's the day that people typically call like Black Independence Day. And for the sake of historical accuracy, what I want people to know is that this day doesn't commemorate Black Independence specifically, 
It commemorates the day that the last of the slaves found out that that happened because yeah. it took forever for the message to reach them. They were the right. last people to know the war. Like so, this that's the day that someone found came down and was just kind of like, "Yo, the war's over." Okay, like the slavery thing, like we're 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 dead with that. Like that's that's right. over. It's dead ass. Canceled. Cut the cameras. Dead ass on that <laughs> whole thing. And be like, what? We're free? Are we? And it was just like, yeah, you didn't see that? Like, they had that happened at the end of the episode last season. It was just like, oh, oh, okay. So, I just want to, I want to put that out there for everybody's enjoyment. And you, and you know, us as black people will be like, but is we free, though? Mm. Now, the way that I'm celebrating this year... I went and bought that black ass ice cream that 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 the that the black women made that Walmart tried to profit off of low key and got clapped up for in socials. Mm-hmm. I have a pint of that sitting in my refrigerator, and what I'm going to do on Juneteenth is open up that whole like that pint. I'm having that pint of ice cream to celebrate the day. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm uh I'm make I'm making some black owned. I'm gonna be eating some black owned. Uh, banana pudding, black. I'm sorry, black made uh, banana pudding, and I'm the black who made it, so I'm gonna be eating it and enjoying it thusly. And of course, and watching Black Panther. Turn on Spotify, cue up the sounds of blackness, and listen to Optimistic on repeat for the whole day. As you keep your hand to the sky. Yeah, we just we just built a um or had um. Kind of like a gazebo type thing built around our uh, around the grill mm. to prepare for our cookout, which is holding triple duty of Juneteenth, Father's Day, and my son graduating to kindergarten. Congratulations! Hand clap of praise. So just black excellence all around. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But enough of our future plans, which we'll get into more a little later. How's your week been? Well, it's just been sitting here kind of like having the whole countdown of things happening and also figuring out how I'm going to get rid of a couch and some other things. But, it, you know, we're winding down on that. Um, and the rest of it has been looking at work and going... There are some things I could be concerned about here, but honestly, it's above my pay grade. Y'all don't pay me enough to care about this. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, other than that, it's been it's been a good week. It's been a quiet week. I taught my last salsa class Ooh. yesterday. Now that go. It was fun. Everyone was super sweet. So. Um, the salsa people are probably like some of the people that I'm going to miss the most when I'm not here. But yeah, it's been a good week. Also uh, been a good week for games, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, but I heard you were having some issues with a router? That is part of, I guess, I was going to just like roll that into the... Um, 
news today, but here's what we have learned. Hey, if you decide to update your firmware, be prepared to roll back the updates. I know that we kind of advocate for making sure that you have things up to date and things, and that we still do, but I updated the firmware on my Netgear router this week. And then had a whole thing where like I couldn't get a page to load without refreshing it like up to 10 times in some cases. Mm. It just could not figure out what was happening. So I was just like, okay, am I going to have to cuss out Charter? Do I need to go through like the command prompt and like flush the DNS and like renew all of like the IPs and all of this other stuff? Do I need to power cycle the router and everything else? And so at the end of my rope, looking for the most complex solution possible, Major's just like, hey, did you just roll back that firmware? Have you considered just rolling back that firmware update to whatever you had before you updated this thing and see if that fixes problems? Sometimes solutions are very simple. <laughs> and some of those, those solutions are just, hey, before you update, maybe give it a second. If that update doesn't work, maybe just undo it. <laughs> Not all firm updates are made equal. No. That being said, I had to roll that thing. I had to, I was only major this. I had to roll that whole thing back a good five versions, though. Because the latest one was like 0.74. I had to roll that back to 0.62 to get this thing to work. So I just went two versions back and put it in there. And it still was doing weird things. And then had to go back like another three or four versions when it finally worked. Thank you, Google, for allowing me to search things like Netgear firmware issues 2022 and having someone back in February go, listen, I think this update is about as good as it gets for right now, so don't do it. What prompted you to up update the um, firmware to begin with? Like, literally just going to check on, like, the router settings, because I do, I like to do a routine check of, hey, do I need to, like, update firmware on these things? Or, like, is there any other update for my router or for performance that I need to be aware of? And it's kind of like, hey, you have a firmware update here. You want to go do that? Sure. That's it. It was like, there wasn't an emergency. It was like a routine, like, oh, okay. let me just check and make sure things are up to date or what have you. Got you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Because this is one of those I sit there and just go, like, why would you update this? Like, if it's like a firmware update, are you sure, Sid, that you wanted to make a firmware update? Yeah. Why? Because you're supposed to update things, right? No, Sid. No. <laughs> it, it, it's the most contrarian of advice that we can give here. So, yeah, upgrade, upgrade, your, upgrade your things. Unless you're not supposed to, and then don't. But you tell us to update everything. But see, in this scenario, don't do it. But, 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 but the bad people, I know. <laughs> so here's a question for you, Major. When do you when do you update firmware? About the same way you do is like when I notice that there's a. If I'm in the router and I notice there's an update, I probably will. But mainly, it's like when I have an issue which will prompt me to go into the router settings and figure out that there yeah. is a, and find that there's a problem. And yeah. normally an update would fix it. Cause I'm thinking I am having this issue with the internet because 
I have not updated and it's like forcing me to go investigate and then update it. It's almost like planned obsolescence. <laughs> like, hey, we know you haven't uh, updated your firmware, so we're going to slow down your internet until you fix it. Yep. But then also it could be just because it needs a power cycling and not a firmware update, but because the firmware update power power cycles it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, we hit the we hit the we hit a factory reset and everything. It was a time. Yeah, I normally don't update it unless I don't normally update it unless either I'm having an issue with the internet or like an article shows up says, "Hey, your router could be at risk of this very nasty thing," and then I will promptly go and search for an update for my router. But yeah, outside of that, yeah, unless I'm in the router settings, I don't update it. Mm-hmm. As some as somebody who was having like like actual updates, were literally saying, "Yeah, we're just we're just not gonna do it. We're not gonna do it until I had to reinstall Windows to do it." Updates, updates, updates can be assholes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just now got it right. Yeah. And now, and now it's like, hey, dude, now you, now you might need a new PC with a new update, with a new fresh install. And I'm like, oh, joy. <laughs> Got to go through all this over again. That's not bad. But look, at least, but see, at least it'll be on new hardware. So see? that's the saving grace. See, I'm, I'm fine with that. But on the same hardware? Oh, I'm not, I was not fine with that. <laughs> it should be a one and done with you. <laughs> So how's your week been going, Kev? Oh, how has it been going, Kev? Tell us, a, tell us a story. Well, see, the week before, like the week before this week, was absolutely, utterly, like full and jammed packed, and then this week was supposed to be like the chill catch up and kind of like work on some things um, week, like basically a chill week. And then it was like, oh yeah, by and then it was like, oh, by the way, um Steam Next Fest is out and we need and, and there's a whole bunch of demos you should you should make videos for. And I'm like, oh damn. And so it was like literally like so so it was literally like Wildflowers, uh Spirit Tea, um one military camp, per potion permit. Roots Apache, and it was like literally like all these games that are awesome games to just say, hey, all of these you should play all these demos, and it's awesome every time a next fest, Steam next fest comes because it's like you have access to all these demos to play games, and that's why I've like found some really awesome gems during these like festivals, like the Castle, um, let me see, the Castle Dorfromatic. Um, Town Scraper, uh, just, just really odd. Like, I think, like, a Pico, just really, really good. My Time at Sandrock, really awesome games that came out. And, you know, and I love this stuff. I found another one. It's called, it's from, it was on Apple Arcade. My moderator, Brittany, could, like, was, like, absolutely, utterly gushing about it. It's called Wildflowers. 
and it was on Apple Arcade, and they're moving it to Steam, I think, later this year. I thought that sounded familiar. I did not like yeah. that game on Apple Arcade. Oh, it's it's definitely improved on PC. It like, seemed really boring to me. I was like, yeah, I'm not doing this. Well, see, well, see, you, don't, well, see you don't play Stardew, so it's not Yeah, like, that, that's exactly what that was. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with this. I, I don't need not... this. And that's and you know what that's okay. <laughs> but for me it was like for me it was like I love everything about it. and it's fully nar- and it's like fully narrated and it's just like it's just so it's just so good and and I think another one is like Spirit Tea, which is like I see you looking at those truck simulators. <laughs> it's not SCS, so I'll pass. Yeah. But um it's um I think it was like Spirit T which is like if Stardew Valley and a and like Spirited Away made a game it's pretty much like that where you're oh you run a bathhouse for spirits and I'm like okay that's actually pretty good that's actually pretty cool so so I've been playing so I've been playing that another game called Zombie Cure Lab um uh, dot age which is a turn-based roguelike city builder that's a big mouthful <laughs> um i'm so look I, I opened this up because merge said that donut game and oh, i have no freshly, I, frosted. freshly frosted oh okay yeah freshly frosted but that's, now i'm stuck on this one mm-hmm. battle of billionaires oh that's funny Fight against other players online in this boxing game. One, choose a character to fight with. Two, punch, kick, box your opponent. Three, one versus one versus one matches. Is, is that suck? Is that suck yes. with a with a Squid with Games a outfit? Oh, that's that's appropriate. <laughs> also, I'm mad that whoever like Thanos is streaming this game. Ah, Steam. Steam, Steam broadcast. Never change. I'm going to see if I can pause so that we can get a good look at it. You got Donald Trump, Justin Trudeau. So, got presidents, I guess. G, the Pope. Angela Merkel, Mark Zuckerberg, Macron. Two versions of Jeff Bezos. Hmm. Donald Trump, no shirt, and Donald Trump with a suit. Okay, there is another Angela Merkel. Looks like a younger version. Kamala Harris, Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, Barack Obama, Modi, Kim Jong-un, Queen, and then Bernie? Interesting. But there's also an Elon Musk here, because this is clearly Elon Musk, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, with his musk here. But I don't see him listen unless he's supposed to be in this top right corner that's kind of grayed out. Um, Looks like AOC and... I think it's Joe Biden again down here at the bottom. Sounds like... Sounds like, a, sounds like an asset flip, but yeah, go on. Grandma's Auto or Grandma is another game from the same developers where you can play as Elon Musk, Zuckerberg, Trump, 
and fight to protect the world in this in this Steam store now. It's an MMO where you join up to 50 other player people worldwide. What in the world? Yeah, not a, yeah, not a lot of them demos are also good demos. So yeah, this gotta take them with gotta take them with a grain of salt. Yeah, this this ain't great. That that was not great. Why does it look 3D on graphics? <laughs> oh, there's another game that I had seen that it's really not for me, but it's called Fashion Police. It's it's essentially a shooter where instead of like shooting people with oh guns. Oh my god, you said a magic word. I love you for that. What what now? You're just like this game isn't for me, but and I'm like, there it is. Right. Cause it's but but it's interesting to me because instead of like shooting people with guns, you shoot people with like you're basically like part of this squad called the Fashion Police. You play as star you play as Sergeant Demi or Desi. I think it's like Desi. Personal co- personal color, uh, queer character, and instead of like shooting weapons, you're shooting like variations of clothes guns. So your enemies are basically people in like boring, bland suits, over like too tight suits. Like they got like the pants sagging, and then you just hit them with your your clothes, your fashion weapons. And then that gets, instead of them dying, they become, you know, oh, my suit fits. Thank you. So it's it's really, it's got like a Doom look to it. So it's like Doom, it's like a Doom Wolfenstein-esque um, style. And you and you also hit people with belts. Uh, like Pootie Tang. So I'm with it. <laughs> I... I that's what I say. I love the I love the indie space because the indie space is so like creative, and then you like use an ultimate death drop, <laughs> and then you start like, slapping, slapping, slapping your enemies around. So yeah, it's good. It's a good. I think I I'll, I'll drop a trail. I'll drop the trailer for it in the group chat so y'all can uh, check it out at y'all leisure. Do you know when these demos stop working? The demos, the demos are live until I believe the twentieth. So till like next Monday. So those again. So like, do I download and keep the demos, or do or is there like a time? Like, are they timed demos? Um, some de- some like download. I would say like download the demos. Uh, they should. Some of them are timed, but sometimes I found that demos kind of carry over, as long as you still have them installed on your computer. Some. <coughs> so, excuse me. So I would. So I would just say like you can play the demos up until the twentieth. That's a you know. Yeah, Monster Pro. We, you know, some tem- some demos might be longer. Who can say? But I'm gonna post that. I'm post the the link to that. It's called Fashion Police Squad. Okay, yeah, so, just Pat. There you go. It's pretty. It's pretty wild because it looks exi- It reminds me so much of like Doom Wolfenstein. <laughs> but with but with fashion. 
okay, so basically everybody gets to live their best life being Piccolo from DBZ and saying special beam cannon. <laughs> so is that it for you, Kev? Uh, yeah, for the most, yeah, mm, yeah, that was, that was it. Burberry. Decode. Drip Eternal. And Death Drop. <laughs> the Golden Toilet, hmm, that seems like that's saying something. Was oh, that a band hammer? <laughs> also, I met his gun does look like a sewing machine. Yes. I I love the premise of this game. I'm, I'm, I, pro, again, I, I might, I probably might, won't play it. I might it. just download it. I might just yeah. download I'll download it. I would I would check it out. I would definitely check I would definitely check out some of these trailers because some of these are like really, really good. Mm. I know I've got some emails with um some demo recommendations, I think some um other articles and stuff. Yeah. So um yeah, I've been meaning to come back here, but I've been really busy. And I'll get into that right now. Um, so, yeah, my week has been just kind of chilling. Um, I finished installing stuff on to my PC. Um, Saturday? This sometime this weekend. I don't remember when. Um, yeah, I finally got everything installed. Everything is working properly. Um we're still waiting on my backup hard drive to get here with all of my archive footage. Um, yeah, so I have a message yet again for these delivery services, um, specifically this time FedEx. Um, because in order for me to get my hard drive, I had to sign for it. Which means, you know, they could just drop it off and leave it. If you have a package that I have to sign for, and look, I understand, it's hot, you don't want to... Get out of your air-conditioned truck if you ha happen to have one. I don't know if this guy did or not. Um, but I understand. You don't want to be out longer than you have to be, right? I get it. But if you're at a house that has a doorbell that appears to have a camera on it, might I recommend that you ring the doorbell? Don't knock on the door. Because, you know, you may not get a response if you don't knock hard enough. Which, by the way, when I watch the archive footage, I can hear you just tap, tap, tap on my door. Ain't nobody can hear that. Even if there was somebody in the other room, they couldn't hear that. Not to mention, like, I mean, given the fact that I'm on the second floor on the other side of the house. I am damn sure not going to hear somebody just lightly knock on my fucking door, especially if I have headphones on in the middle of a meeting. Ring the doorbell. If, if, if it has a camera on, you're damn sure it's smart. It will send me a notification that somebody's at my door. I will answer it. At the very least, so I man, will... Just to be clear, are you going to answer the door if someone uses the, you know, the doorbell? Yes, at least through the video. I will at least like talk to him and say, hey, uh, yeah, I'm not here. Just leave whatever you got at the door. But for him, I was like, hey, just wait a second. I am on the other side of the house. I will be there in a few seconds so I can sign for my package and have my fucking data. 
Um, so after two days of that, I decided um, to have them leave it at a pickup location. So that way they can leave it there and then I can go to it, sign for it at this location and then bring it back home. So I finally um, today was able to pick up my package. I can restore my data and then send the hard drive back to um, Backblaze so I can get my money back. So that's done or not. Well, at least getting the package that's done. Um, also, this week, I have decided to go back and investigate NDI. Um two-PC streaming using NDI and was going to use um, my Linux server to kind of facilitate that until I gave up just because I'd have to go into the room, like get the computer, plug it into a monitor. I had to do all that weird stuff. So I decided that, you know, it was something that I tried before and figured I'd try it again where I was using NDI on my... Um, M1 Max. Tried it on the Mac Mini um, the other day. Like the, uh, well, actually, no, I tried it first on my Linux laptop just to test it all out. It worked okay. It was sitting sputter, like it was kind of stuttering because of the fact that my um, laptop was like, yeah, this is too much. Too much video processing for me. Well, I'll give it to you when I can give it to you. I tried it on the Mac Mini. It was a little bit better. But it worked very well on my M1 Pro MacBook Pro. So much so that I actually unplugged it from the Ethernet, did it solely on wireless and on battery, to where I was able to sit on my couch and configure it and the stream worked perfectly. Sat there for like probably about 10, 15 minutes. Um, probably even longer than that because I was trying to record a TikTok video. Um, where it just streamed um, the Xbox Showcase um, stream that um, Kevin and I did Sunday. Just did that for a loop for a bit. Um, then decided to play Fortnite to kind of see what it was going to be like if I did something graphically intensive on the PC. Um, how that would look. Looked very, it looked fine. Um, friend of the show, friend of the site, um, Bifuteki came through and gave me some um, pointers. Also saying that, hey, OBS to OBS NDI is not the best. So he um, pointed me to the new NDI tools that you can ins install straight on Windows. Send that to OBS, similar to how I'm doing the Skype calls. Mm -hmm. And get better performance. Um, I've yet to go back and look at what the stream looked like at that point. But with him kind of monitoring what was happening on the stream, there apparently there was some audio issues. So I need to go take a look at that see what those were, see if I can fix them. But now that I have these tools in this pipeline set up, I feel like I am closer to buying a Mac studio than I previously was. Cause I was going to wait a bit. I was waiting until I finished paying off my MacBook pro to buy the Mac studio. 
But if all of my tests work out the way they're supposed to, I might jump that purchase up a little bit. That Mac Studio may be here sooner rather than later. And it now might it's just be in the studio as opposed to my office. <clears throat> so that way I can set it up here, do the stream production stuff on the Mac Studio, <clears throat> and then also have it ready on the Mac Studio to do video editing. That way I don't even have to do video editing on my gaming PC anymore. I am so fucking excited. Uh, so again, yeah, shout out to Bafuteki for coming through um, with that support, uh, pointing me in the right direction, getting some, um, trying to get some stuff um, squared away with that. Um, also, yeah, speaking, um, going, circling back to Sunday. Yes, Kevin, I did a Xbox and Bethesda stream um, Sunday. We um, did a reactions or co-streaming of that event news was had discussions was had so definitely if you would like to check that out youtube.com slash major Linux is where you can find that video ah, um speaking of that we've got some lists to get through in the gaming section and again this is just a small little taste of key three as i like to call it did y'all know that Summer Games Fest was actually a physical event this year? Like, people actually went now? to L.A. to play games as a part of Summer Games Fest. Like, there was actual a physical event for that. They couldn't have E3, but Keeley could have Key 3. Um... Um, so yeah, we're going to get into some of those games that were announced that were talked about during all of these live streams. I have just a, just a little taste of them. Not all of them because everybody's doing their own damn thing. Um, so we got that along with the Xbox and Bethesda showcase wrap up. We've got some tech news. Let's say we get into that. Starting with. Fuck the police. Oh, great. AirTag stalking cop charged and relieved of duty after ex-girlfriend heard anti-stalking alerts. An AirTag stalking cop has been charged and relieved of duty after he was found to have secretly installed two of the tracking devices in his ex-girlfriend's car. Fortunately, one of the app, one of Apple's anti-stalking features worked in this case and the woman heard the audible alerts. Um, Javier, Ma Javier Magarin, a police, a patrol officer in Northwest District has been relieved of duty. The department said on Wednesday last week, the department charged him with misdemeanor stalking and illegal use of a tracking device. Investigators say one of the air tags found in her car was registered to his personal email. According to an arrest report, his ex-girlfriend was tipped off by Apple security alert. This is what happened according to the arrest report. Magrin and the woman had, had a stormy break a stormy breakup. Okay. That's a description. Breakup in March 2022 and the officer moved out of the woman's home. 
But a few hours after he moved out, the woman heard the Apple alert beep emitting somewhere within her vehicle. Confronted by text, Magarin denied planting an air tag in her car and she could not find the device despite the sounds. For days, the sound persisted as did Magarin's denials. Magarin finally admitted he'd placed the air tag in her car, but he claimed he'd removed it. But he kept tracking her and finally told her the device was inside her trunk underneath the floor mat, the report said. Later, the woman got another alert on her phone, warning her about another air tag near her. She could hear the beeps from the tag, but couldn't find it. So she drove to the Miami-Dade Police Northwest District Station to report the stalking. Detectives found the air tag affixed to the undercarriage of the car, wrapped in heavy-duty tape inside their rear bumper. Subpoenas revealed the recovered air tag belonged to Magarin and had been registered with his personal email. Wow. When she threatened a restraining order, Magarin allegedly posted a photo on Instagram of a hand holding a Glock pistol with the cat. Wow. So, yeah, there's a there's a warning in here. I mean, from the beginning, yeah, there should have been. And I apologize for that. <clears throat> the harassment continued. According to the police, he even logged into her personal email and canceled a flight she was scheduled to take. Multiple things to take from this article here. One, why do we have the dumbest of criminals on this planet? I don't understand. Why the hell would you have an air tag registered to you? Just mm -hmm. be tracking people. Do people not just pay attention to this shit? How do you use an air tag and not know that this is what the air tag does at this point? I do not understand. I feel I feel like we're in like really bad episodes of like Black Mirror, you know? Like I feel like we're in like a very idiotically written episode of like either Black Mirror or House of Cards or the Is American it Black Mirror though? I feel like it's like shit covered uh, like a shit covered mirror. Yeah. More like disgusting mirror. Yeah, but I, but I, I'm I'm basically saying this as like this is a bad episode. This was a badly poorly written episode idea from an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> like this was like yeah, the showrunners were like, nah, we can't write this. <laughs> like, we don't want to rip this headline. We're not ripping this headline. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Go ahead. I'm just saying, like, it's just, it's just terrible. It, it's wild that Apple has created something that has uh, functions that could do more harm than the good and proper than it does. I mean, here we go. Just, just back up. Prepare yourselves because I'm about to do it again. Apple apologists. Marcus Summers here. Um... Or corporate apologist, excuse me. Yes. We can't sit there and blame Apple for this. Because all technology would be done in the same way. Remember, up until recently, Tile could just do this without notifying anybody of anything. Yeah. Apple at least put in the protection, say, hey, there's something with you that isn't yours. Right. Tile Wait, what would are we just sit there. about here? The air tag. 
What about it? The fact that people can use it to track. Well, I mean, people. yeah, but I mean, I think like we already knew that though. Like that was the thing that we talked about how many episodes ago? I mean, the day it was announced. Mm-hmm. And we were just like, mm, we have reservations about that for these reasons. And then they were just like, hey, you have a way to like know if you're being followed. And it's kind of like, given what the technology does, that's probably about as good as it gets. So honestly, I'm happy. I'm here for the fact that they knew what that meant. And they were able to go like, see, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. But the, and the thing is, like, I will always say that like, Apple was there from day one saying that that's what this thing would do. It will notify you if if you're being tracked. It only got better since then. But because of the fact that people are being notified of an AirTag that's tracking them, they're just losing their shit about the AirTag. When again, I've been saying from the beginning, people could have been doing this with Tile for years and you would never know. Well, I mean, that's the that's the paradox of it, isn't it? Right. But it's not, it's not like, it's not like, oh, tile, which again, true, but it's a lot air tag. People, person use air tag to stalk a person, person use air tag to find the person's whereabouts. Yeah. You can't report it. Yeah. You can't report a story if you could never find the tracking device. Right. That's my point. Like we can sit there and say like, oh, air tags is the problem. AirTags is the solution. We're only able to talk about AirTags because people can find the fucking AirTag. Well, like, I mean, okay, so it's, like, when I say, like, the paradox here, um, the paradox here being you have a problem that you can speak about, but that's only because you've been made aware that there is one. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, oh, like, that's, like, I, that's the paradox deep, of it. It's one of... I'm using this device to track someone outside of its use of helping me find my keys. Right. But my like phone. the thing the thing there which is Which I'm not saying that isn't which I'm not saying mm-hmm. that, you know, that in in intrinsically is the problem or that's Apple's fault, but it's a but it's still a thing that is being used for nefarious reasons. Tile, oh, like I'm... air tag, whatevs. But it's being found out through... So it's basically both the sa- the the problem and the solution wrapped up in one. It's them saying, oh yeah, yeah, I'm beeping, so I'm letting you know I'm on here. But it's like, you're... But you're tracking me. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's the, I'm going to like scale it down from this because I know that this is like a thing that will set people off for obvious reasons. It's the Mm -hmm. same thing of being like, do y'all remember when and once upon a time at which point? Some of y'all may not remember. I know like Linux and Kevin do. So y'all will be able to see what I'm talking about with, you don't understand that something's a problem until you're made aware that it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when you used to be able to surf the internet for ages and ages and ages, and the only thing it might ever tell you is like, "Hey, we're collecting cookies to ro- like to hold information," mm-hmm. but the internet didn't tell you, or you would log into your Gmail account and it would just go, "Okay, cool," and then we passed some laws for privacy and other reasons where you had to give consent for every single thing 
that a program would ever need to use, or would ever have to have permission to use, edit, modify, any of that? And do you remember all the news articles that came out at that time mm-hmm. where people were like, Coming unglued. I can't believe that your websites are tracking this and this and this, or that you logging into twitch.tv caused you to have to give these permissions, or that Nightbot needs to be able to do these things or read these things from your account or whatever. And people were just like, what if they do this? What if they do this? What if they do that? And it's like one of those, I need y'all to be informed that the problem isn't that they're doing these things. The, or like the, the the core issue that you have isn't that they're doing these things, it's that you have been made aware that they are doing these things. And I think there's some of that, like I think that's just like an an, an kind of an inherent thing of any kind of permission based system. You have a whole thing where some of it is just implicit and it just does the thing that it does, and you're just like, okay, fine, I guess it's magic. And then when someone has to explain to you it needs this extent of information from you. And that means you can use it to do this or this or this. And people start like panicking about stuff and immediately like they think about me included in this, in some cases about the extremes and the fringe cases or whatever. And it's kind of like, I need y'all to understand that y'all have been carrying around technology that does this forever. The difference between that technology and what you're holding right now is the fact that the technology you have now will tell you that it's happening to you. And that doesn't necessarily make it a less uncomfortable situation, but I am saying that maybe the thing that people shouldn't do is immediately go to, like, go off the deep end into the worst possible conclusions and maybe go, what do we do with this now that we've been made aware? Mm-hmm. Right. And it doesn't necessarily need to be like torches and pitchforks. We don't we don't have to do all that, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever. If anything, be like, oh, so you got stuff in here that prevents people from being able to stalk you without your knowledge. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Because like the, the amount of people have been like, I know how to set up things so I can tell where my where my where my man is or where my girl is when they're out doing their thing from their phone and they don't even know that I'm doing it. And now you have a whole thing that pops up a notification. Hey, did you know that someone, like that little blue location icon in the corner on your phone hasn't always been a thing. Programs would just like be over here using your location and you had no indicator to let you know when that was or wasn't happening. And then they added one and people were just like, ooh. Or or now with iOS and now with Android, I want to say that, they added these like within it had to have been at least within a year of each other. I know yeah. iOS, iOS was first in Android, um, having indicator lights similar to the webcams on laptops and or or like webcams in general where it has a light to let you know when your camera is on. Yes, it's it's green for camera, or green for video, and yeah. orange for audio. So like green, yeah. yeah, green for your camera, orange for um, your microphone. Yeah, that uh, I I know I notice that a lot when I be doing my like uh, TikToks and whatnot. I see it the green thing pops up. Shoot, it'll, um, it'll even show up orange if you're just using the phone, right? Like it'll, that's it'll how serious like, no. they are with that, right? So if you automatically just happen to be just playing Merge Mansion and you just see that little green thing pop up, you're like, wait a minute, who's recording me? Like that, that 
now, now you'll you'll know. But I'm saying like it's both like the issue and the like I say there's the issue and the solution of being like we're gonna let you know you be there's there's problems, but there are people using this for like very nefarious reasons. And I'm not saying and then and then it's not like say it's not old Tim Cook's fault. Oh I'm, oh, I'm sorry, Tim Apple. It's not Tim Apple's fault. Uh, not 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 in this instance, <laughs> but um, but it's just like people are just using this really awesome tool for very nefarious reasons and it's like more or less like it's awareness and letting people know but it's still like kind of a bad look <laughs> it's kind of like a bad definitely a bad look a pr move when it's like air tag being you air I don't tag know. stocking cop. i don't i don't know if it's a bad pr look though i would say that if anything it's a success story because at least it it just lets you know that the safeguards are safeguarding, but anytime your product is like used is fault as for nefarious reasons. But see, that's what I'm saying. Like if we know that technology, no matter how good it is, it will be used for nefarious purposes. Yeah. The fact that there are articles saying we got the guy, mm-hmm. it's never a oh no somebody was being or even if it was a hey somebody found an air tag. That did right. not belong to them. I still right. feel like that is successful because of right. all the trackers in which you don't find. Right. They found the air tag. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think for me, getting out of the mindset of, oh no, the product is being used poorly to where, wait, I'm being notified that the product is being used poorly, especially for what it's doing. Right. Yeah. This is a success story. Right. Like, it is a success story for Apple and a Mm -hmm. fuck you to that police officer who thought he could get away with it. Oh, yeah. Now, the thing I want to that guy. But, and the thing I want to say there is about nefarious things. I know that one of the things that y'all will see me on the, the, how many episodes are in in are we? It's an embarrassing amount of them where I just go... Major, I'm going to give you a 10-minute diatribe on why I think that this is a terrible idea because of nefarious uses for things that people can come up with. But I feel like this is a one of those important moments that points on, um, to kind of point this out. The thing that stresses me about ways that people can do nefarious things or do bad things or that have bad actors using products and stuff is mostly grounded in I am concerned that this can be used for bad things and that the people who do things that are terrible with this cannot be held accountable for doing it. And it's not trackable. It's not traceable. It's not something that people can deal with or plan around or counteract or whatever. This story that we're talking about here is not that. Do you mean tile? Huh? Do you mean tile? No, I'm not talking about Ty. I'm talking about the story that you have. No, but you said ways. W-A-Y-S. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about (laughs) ways, the navigation app, as opposed to Tile, the other tracking platform. No, 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 no. Come, 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 come (gasps) back over here. There's so many things. There's so many things here. No, like what I'm saying is normally when I'm talking with y'all about things that people can do with software, new technology or whatever that comes out are about the ways that they can use it. 
and like do things, but no one can check them. You don't know that it's happening until it's too late. You don't have a way to stop them or whatever. This story is not that. Right. It is someone tried to do something nefarious and got clapped the fuck up. Right. To celebrate this stuff. And like, that's what, and that's what I think. here for this. Right. And I think that even what, like, I will say that up until this discussion, I looked at this as, I don't know. This is another hand hang story. This is bad. But then, like, not realizing that we only get these stories because they found the fucking air tag, which is something right. that Apple has been promoting. So it's, and I think what it is is like when the job. initial reports yeah. came out, it was always be wary of air tags. People are following. like, wait, 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 wait. No, that's not the that's not the takeaway here. And I guess I kind of let the media color my perception of how air tags are being reported on even though i know like, wait oh, it's be, like God. this is good but the media made me think it was bad and it put me in a weird weird spot where it's like no anytime I, we report on air tags being found this is inherently good because we are reporting on a found air tag which means the product is working as advertised I really just realized that, like, not like about two or three months ago, there was something I was freaking out about. And you had to go, like, "Hey, son, I need you to de-escalate." Like, that's like that's not what's happening over here. I think you read this. The, the article titles were misleading. People were being really sensationalist about the topic, and you just like ran with that. And now we're in this like extreme reversal of roles. I don't know yeah. what to do with my life anymore. I well, yeah. See, might, it, happens, it happens to the best. Episode. It happens to the best of us. And major is that one. <laughs> yes, so, it was me this time. <laughs> but like, um, like, but all of that to say, right? With these kind of things, here's the other concern that I have with articles that lead people to do things like this. Like, I read this and like, oh, you got caught talking with the air tags. Good, it's doing what it's supposed to do. I'm happy about it. That's that was my yeah. immediate reaction, right? right? But the other thing is. The concern that people will look for technology that does what air tags do, but be like, air tags are bad because people are stalking you with them. People would stalk you with a different technology if you used it too, but the difference is it won't inform you when that happens. And that's an issue. Right. And I feel like when you deal with this kind of stuff in media, someone needs to come to these articles and be like, hey, 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 shh, 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 shh. no, don't do that. You know, have you ever seen that like little clap? It Don't do that. No, you you know which one I'm talking about. That one's oh, not the on Instagram. Like, like, just like, Shh. don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> it's it's very much that kind of. I yeah. need people to be more responsible with the way that they explain these stories because of the things that it leads people to do. Yeah, who aren't who don't immediately like sit in communities like this where right. people just go, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Before you right. before you do that, wait a minute. There 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 is a thing to this that I don't think you're considering. This is a really good thing that this happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like nefarious things and reasons, but then also being like, yes, it works. But um, then also seeing like two sides of the of the coin of being like, people are using it for bad reasons. people are using it for bad re means and reasons. But they're also getting caught because the because the technology somebody is had the, like a develop it, it it's almost like how we ask for hey there needs to be more representation in the room right. when coming up with products apparently there was enough to where somebody had to force it wait a second if we were to create this device 
Mm-hmm. Who? What's to stop people from tracking? We know that there are others where th- that is not the case. And who's to say that Apple engineers had tile and were like, oh, shit, we could make this, but also let people know. Because I'm pretty sure it was like one day they were like, you know, I could put this tile on you and you would never know. And I could track you all through C- Cupertino if I wanted to. So, you know, we could make one of these that would let people know. Yeah. To the engineering room or the, mm-hmm. the lab. Yeah, they call those rooms a lab. To the lab. To the lab. Um, Post haste. Also, I do want to say, especially towards the end of this article here, or actually at the end, where it was where it did not stop at the air table, where, where the ex-boyfriend was verbally or kind of verbally uh, um, harassing um, this woman. Mm-hmm. Like, like Sinner um, posting things on Instagram or even, again, the harassment continued. According to police, he even logged into her personal email and canceled a flight she was scheduled to take. Mm-hmm. This is where last week's story, and there's going to be another story about it this week, where that, that, that checkup feature, I forget what it's called on. Where'd it go? Uh, oh, I'll just move it. I'll just move it one. Um. Oh no, this ain't it. This ain't the one. Oh, this is yeah. This is about the edit and delete. So I do not have a ver. I do not have another one about that. Um. That yeah. That safety checkup feature. Um. That's supposed to be helping um victims of abuse, like to be able to just like press a button and fucking firebomb all their connections to other devices, so where they can mm-hmm. you know get away from the abuser like mm-hmm. this would have been helpful mm-hmm. yes be like um where like you know could have put in say hey my email address change it or change the password that way they can't log back in right. um again this is a point where maybe two-fact authentication would have been a would have been an awesome thing to have granted if you're logged in if it's a public computer you're logged into it or not a pub, if it's a private machine that you're logged into, you may have that disabled. Like I can just pull up my Gmail without having to log into it. Um, but yeah, this is where strong passwords, this is where two-factor authentication comes into play. Um, yeah, that safety um check feature that they're putting in iOS 16 um would probably help with some of that too. And again, this is not me victim blaming. This is like saying, like, hey, there are there there, there are these technologies to, for you. To protect yourself if you are a victim of domestic um, domestic violence, right? Um, that can get you out of similar situations. I'm glad for her that she is safe and that like it didn't seem like it took long for her to get um, um, to get this solved. The fact that you know probably seeing all the news stories about air tags kind of got her in that frame of mind of knowing that she, there, that she was being trapped because she recognized the noise um, and was able to and then went to the police to have them find the, the second air tag. Like, I know what I'm looking for. It is somewhere in this car. I can hear it. I've recognized the noise mm-hmm. and have them find it. Yeah. So like being informed is great. But making sure, you know, you do have those personal protections involved, um, involved. Like, again, we, we tell you these things for your personal security to keep you safe from hackers and shit. But also, like, this comes in handy 
when it comes to abusive um, partners in relationships, if you need to sit there and get away and make sure that they do not have that access to you um, when you are trying to get away from them, that they can't find you, they can't manipulate you by keeping you grounded somewhere. But yeah, I'm glad she's safe. I'm glad this motherfucker's been clapped up. Um, and again, a cab, fuck the police, all that. Um, so moving on to some more Apple news, victim advocate calls on Apple to rethink how its iMessage edit feature works. Um, in a letter shared to 95 Mac attorney, Michelle Simpson Tugel called on Apple CEO Tim Cook to rethink aspects of the iMessage update. The ability to edit and delete messages is not a new concept as other messaging platforms have the option. However, as iMessage is iPhone's default messaging platform, Simpson Tugel stated that the service plays a critical role in how users communicate. Um, essentially, like we went over the fe- we went over the features during uh, from WWDC last week. Um, Apple is implementing um, an edit and a delete or unsend, not a delete, but an unsend feature um, on iOS 16, where within 15 minutes you can edit a message. It will notify you that it was edited. Or you can unsend the message. Um, I believe there are some notifications that will let you know. Hold on, I think I think it's in this article. Uh, okay, they do mention safety check down here. So let's see, access to deleted iMessage. iOS 16 also brings a recently deleted feature of iMessage. With this, users can view messages they deleted for up to 30 days. After 30 days, the messages will automatically delete and be gone forever. You can go in and manually delete messages yourself before 30. Oh, because I guess this is for the sender and not for the receiver. Uh, I want to say there was... I forgot where I was reading it, but I believe like there are notifications that are sent to the user or the receiver that a message was edited or that it was unsent, but it does not let you know what the contents of that message were. It does not let you know what the original was or it doesn't like let you know, hey, this was unsent because that would one defeat the purpose of it being unsent. Um, essentially, there um, some of the suggestions that were bought up were saying that, hey, have like the original along with the edited message or have that saved somewhere that way it can be referenced or have the unsend feature be an opt in an opt in as opposed to an opt out. Right. That way you like, you have to agree to have messages be unsent to you or unreceived by you. If you have that disabled, then they can't unsend it. It stays on that phone. Like, you, you know what? Yeah, sorry. You don't get the 15 minutes of me. Fuck you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's and again, like, people like Michelle Simpson Tugel are not the only ones. Again, I, I, I always look to send 
um, and other people within the community when I'm excited about a new, like a brand new feature, especially when it comes to social interactions on the internet. Like, like, yo, this feature is fucking cool. But then I will wait for a second or I will wait on saying that something is cool. Wait till somebody else announces the feature and they say it's cool for somebody to come and say, yeah, but this, 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 and this. And I will retemper my expectations and my excitement on a thing. Um, there are very few things where I will get out ahead of it and say, no, this is fucking cool. And I don't care. Again, I understand the implications of an edit, fe- an edit button on Twitter. I still want one. But again, You're muted. Um, I said I'm not going to want an edit button as long as Elon Musk exists and also wants an edit button. Who's musky ass? Um, was he? He's being sued by somebody. I saw. I saw. I, an article, I saw an article. Where I'm he's, just. Oh, he's being like, sued for the Dogecoin thing. It's like get in line, baby. <laughs> Get in line, mommy. Oh yeah, he's got that uh the bill. The billions coming up. Um Grand Central Apple Store Union efforts receive backing from communication workers of America. Yeah. Uh, Communication Workers of America is now supporting union organization efforts at Apple's Grand Central Station store in New York City, together with Fruit Stand Workers United. That is dope. I like the name of that organization. Um, The CWA and Workers United will help the flagship store in its ongoing Mm. work to form a union. You love it. You you love to see it when unions come together. Mm -hmm. Eat the rich. But yes. Gay gang. That being said, as a small as a small shout out because I don't know if it's in here or not. One thing I will say while we're here, because of Eat the Rich. Eat the Rich, but save Mark Cuban for last. He's doing okay. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I've told people recently, I don't really like mouthy billionaires or mouthy rich people. But of the two big ones that are out here now, yeah, I, I'm with Cuban. With Mark, yeah, Mark. I think well, I only we'll let, you, we'll let, we'll let you be out here for a hot second. I only think that I did not like Mark Cuban because of the fact that he owns the Dallas Mavericks, and I it's just like NBA bad blood, not rich person yeah. bad blood with Mark Cuban. Yeah, you know, reasonable things considered about what I understand to be true about people and their um, relationships to sports and whatnot. Speaking of Mark, this is the first time in a long time we featured Meta on the show. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg's photoshopped MacBook is alternate reality straight out of the metaverse. I just wanted to include this because they really, they, they, they really did think that they could just Photoshop the Apple logo off of his MacBook. So that way it looks like he's working, but just not on a Mac. It's giving, it's giving that like, it's giving like Sharpie Gate, where it's like, it's just, it's just sad. <laughs> it's just like, dude, nobody. First of all, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares. 
And then it's like, but but we don't want it to be look like we're we're using Mac products. But dude, you're totally using Mac products. You're what are you talking about? You're 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 rich. You're a rich white guy. Of course, you're using Mac products. What are you doing? Stop it. Also, let's not forget this picture here, where he um took this picture with um you know the whole Instagram little post little card thing, and he has tape over his webcam and what looks to be a microphone hmm. on his MacBook because he's afraid of getting spied on. giving weird <laughs> it's giving weird oh the most boy bland, the most blandest billionaire out here bland 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 giving butter on white toast mm. damn it's giving black oh. <laughs> google to pay a oh uh, Google to pay $118 million over gender wage gap lawsuit. More. <laughs> More and the, money. In the culmination of a recent class action lawsuit over Google's gender discrimination pay gap, plaintiffs have finally reached an agreement with the company. Google will pay the affected employees $118 million and supervised changes are to be made within the company. Back in 2017, Google's Vice President of People Operations, Eileen Naughton, responded to accusations that female employees were paid system systematically less than men in similar roles. The U.S. Department of Labor then asked Google to hand over salary records for a government audit, and the case snowballed from there. It's taken until 2022 to get to the bottom of it, and finally a settlement has been made. It's important to note that while $118 million might sound like a lot, that amount would need to cover around 15,500 employees across 236 job titles. If you do the math, the total equates to a meager $7,613 payout to each individual. Yeah. Considering analyst David Newmark's approximation that Google has been paying women $16,794 less per year than the similarly situated man, according to a May 2021 Business Standard article that doesn't seem like a very large dent in the damages. Mm-mm. That's what I'm like. More. More money. And yeah, like that's... Start, but more money. And it's like $7,613 where this has been going on for at least five years, if not more. Mm -hmm. A start, more money. <sighs> Sundar, I know you got it. Unleash. <laughs> Open your purse. Mm -hmm. Open your purse, Sundar. Not you calling them by the government name. Oh, I call them all by the government name. I call them all. When I Except refer for to them... No, I Can say Apple. Tim, but I Tim. Well, I guess that is technically Apple. a government name because the president called him that. Yeah, I called I called him that, so it was like more or less like yes, 
your name is T- your name is Tim Apple because I have that little respect for you to give your name to get your name right. Oh, come on, he's not the Tim worst. Ap- he's not the worst one though. Not mm-hmm. Kevin out here being like, "Listen, Tim, application. I need you to go ahead." Mm-hmm. I'm not saying he's the. I'm not saying he's the worst because we got Steve, and Steve was the worst. I mean, just of the of the current ones. But yeah, Steve, Steve was worse. Like, Steve was the worst, and he made the whole shebang. Okay, you know what? All right, I've got this question now. Okay. Do you think that Steve would have been way more adamant about folks returning to the office? Do you think he would have been better or worse about it than Elon Musk? Worse. Father God. Worse. Cause he would have been, cause he would have been like, "Well, I'm in the office. I don't know why everybody else is in the office." Sir, you have cancer. That what? And that never mattered. That never mattered before. It didn't matter when my man was literally wasting away when the iPhone came out. That and that is so sad. That was sad that to see. Talk- like, so, so I'm telling you, if my man is literally going through cancer, do you think a pandemic is going to keep people, keep him from bringing people back to the office? He's going to be, yet he's going to be dragging Johnny Ive right across the floor into the office and be like, "Give me some more damn ink icons." Do you think Johnny <laughs> Ive would have left Apple if Steve was still there? So you think he was just going to be out either way? He's gonna be out anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not like oh, it's not like oh, he would have just been out. Like he would have been gone. You know, now that I think of what happened to Phil Schiller. Mm. Why do I know so many C level execs at Apple? Because you like Apple, dude. <laughs> no, this was before. <laughs> this was before I was big into it. I could have before owning an Apple product. I could have told you who Phil Schiller was, Steve Jobs, Tim Cook, Scott Forstall, Johnny Ive. There, there, there is there is a re, there is a reason why there is a reason why uh, Bill Bill had pretty much checked out when Steve came up because Steve was like Bill. Don't bring Bill, your ass. Bill, <laughs> Bill, Bill. Steve was like Bill. Don't bring your ass over there, because Steve was pretty much the equivalent of like Wilson Fisk we was ever gonna get. <laughs> yeah. See it. Yeah. You see it. <laughs> I was like, Bill, I love you, but I will do, but do not come for me. All right. See, and the created- fact is, like, I know too many Steves in this space. I had to switch from Apple Steve to Microsoft Steve, and it yeah. took a minute. I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, Steve. Steve. Steve Bomber mm. was. Steve Bomber was the closest thing we were going to get to a Wilson Fisk. Developers, 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 developers. Like oh Steve, my. when Steve oh would just God. literally just screw. Just like ah, <laughs> I was like, "Sir, are you a, are you a CEO of a multi-billion-dollar company?" Oh, that was oh when he was screaming like that. That was before he became CEO. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so it was, Ooh, was screaming like, at Xerox. Oh no, no, we're talking about Steve Ballmer. See again, mm-hmm. there's too many Steves in this space. A lot of too many Steves, too many Steves, <laughs> and none of them on Blue's Clues. No, we're talking about Steve Ballmer 
in and this, it's funny. In this it's case. like this, and it's funny. It's like two. It, it's two Steves for Apple. It's like Jobs. What? Damn! Imagine if Apple was being run by Waz. Oh, it would have been so great. It would have been so. It would have been so great. Waz. I want to give Waz. Every time I see Waz, I want to give him a hug. Man. I know. He just. He just a. He just a. He looks like he always has butterscotch in his pockets. <laughs> <laughs> not even the word not even the word there's the good craft oh, butterscotch you God. know from like you know swiss switzerland or denmark just in his pockets at all times here yeah. have a butterscotch kid yeah i just want to meet Waz now let's do it yeah Waz is Waz is rich and happy and you know talk to anybody who'll listen <laughs> So we had one, but now we have two blockchain-related stories. We'll get to the second one a little bit later in the show. We'll get to this one four months after the infamous Super Bowl ad. Oh, yeah. Coinbase lays off 1,100 staff. See, there's, there's there's a new phrase. You know, I'm gonna add it to the lexicon, uh, right up there with "fuck around, found out, found out," and uh, play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Uh, you have you have to crawl before you ball, okay? You 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 gotta like, you know, the whole blockchain thing is still kind of new, so you kind of wanna like before you go full on like. Super Bowl ad and like big big time ad buys. You want to make sure that the thing that you have is solvent. <laughs> you got to make sure that it's sound as as uh as a dollar pound, you know? You want to make sure it's like boom. We are I mean, we're not we're not we're not thinking that you Merrill Lynch. We're not thinking you do the Hartsford. We we not thinking you as Vanguard. We but we just want you to be like we're firm. We're not going anywhere. We're we you know we're 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 nicely built. Our code is solid. We're good. We you know you can buy with confidence, and they couldn't buy with confidence. <laughs> Sadly, they couldn't buy with confidence. But Kev, what about the what about the crypto that was that was um, staked on the dollar or whatever the term is for that, and how that kind of you know crashed too? Yeah, it's like. Oh, it's backed with the dot. It's backed with the dollar and the dollar. You know, I have a theory. What if Bitcoin mm-hmm. is being backed by the ruble? You know, they kind of move to the next article because I'm not of, even entertaining further conversation on that. No, they kind of no, fell at the same time. <laughs> I think it's the whole like. That's a. That's one of those things. Like, hey, you got to pay me, but you got to pay. You got to buy. You can buy these things. But you better buy it in rubles, so my uh my 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 currency lives. And I'm thinking to myself like, mm, ooh you ain't ooh you ain't shit, man. Mm, you ain't shit. Ain't nobody doing it, but you ain't shit. <laughs> Fine, I'll move on. Photoshop yeah. goes for free to paint on the web. Free to paint. 
Uh, Photoshop might finally be accessible as its many alternatives. Adobe has made its existing web-based version of Photoshop free or, well, freemium in Canada and will hopefully expand availability in the near future. Adobe VP of Digital Imaging, Maria Yap, didn't say when that will be, but did say that she wants to see it meet users where they're at now in an interview with The Verge. Um, the web version of Photoshop isn't as robust as software as a software that costs you at least $10 per month via Adobe's Creative Cloud subscription, but it has the features needed to do most simple tasks. You can use keyboard shortcuts, crop images, swap between layers, create masks, add adjustment layers, and use the healing brush. Crucially, you can't turn images into smart objects, which means when you resize them multiple times, they won't maintain the correct resolution. But yeah, so if you were in Canada, you can get Photoshop Lite or Diet Photoshop for free in a web browser. Mm-hmm. All the all the Photoshop just half the calories. <sighs> all right, who's ready for some video game news? Are you sure? <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll give you. A, I'll give you a chance because I'm pretty sure you may not be ready for what I'm about to show you next. We care about your privacy. No. <laughs> Why do I have to answer this every time I've been to your website? I know I've chosen these before. Fuck. 343 apologizes for naming Juneteenth Cosmetic after an ape. It it really get it really gives y'all don't really talk y'all don't really talk to your black coders and developers, don't you? It's giving it's giving y'all ain't learned from, from that ice cream. Reddit user Smith's Maz Question the naming of the Bonobo nameplate yesterday, and it was renamed to Freedom later in the day. Quote, we were made aware of a um, palette option for our Juneteenth emblem that contained a term that was offensive and hurtful. The team immediately addressed the issue via an update. And this was from 343 Industries head Bonnie Ross on Twitter. Uh, quote, we are a studio. We are a studio and franchise that is committed to inclusive inclusivity where everyone is welcome and supported to be their true self. On behalf of 343, I apologize for making a celebrated moment a hurtful moment. Um, Ross did not explain how the pilot went live with the name in the first place or what 343 would do to prevent anything of the sort happening in the future. Uh, 343 Industries Senior Community Manager John G- John Jay, I'm sorry, I cannot pronounce that, um, gave slightly more explanation, telling one Twitter user, quote, while the original name refers to an internal tool set, it was not intended to be applied to this content, and we recognize the harm it may have caused. The palette was incorrectly named, and we immediately renamed it via an update, end quote. Um, I'm not sure how explaining that is supposed to make anybody feel better. Why is an internal tool set called that? You know, just just put it out there. You know, I just have so many questions. Go on. 
But, you know, I believe um, her, she goes by Safista on, um, on Twitter, who said it best. I feel like this is one of those things, like someone caught and corrected, but the reason why it made it out in the world is because someone on the team thought that would be funny and fly under the radar. And got caught up in their clownery when people were just like, what the fuck is this? Because, like, Bonobo, or the thing that you're releasing specifically for Juneteenth, with an ape icon, Wait, there was an ape icon associated with it? I believe so. Because right here, it looks like just, just birds. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I'm going to have to like try to find this because like the part where they're just like, hey, this is what this look like. You see this. There's this one spot with a giant bar over it, I think. Oh, I see the icon that you're looking at. I don't think that was the spot that it was in. Yeah. I'm going to have to go see if I can find it. It was just, um, but if I do, I'll let you know. But okay. just like the way that as far as games and development and like the world at large is concerned, that marginalized people refuse to ever remove their foot from your neck when you're not doing right. Is the energy I'm on. Like, come on now. Y'all knew better than this. Maybe I have some good news for you, or at least for PC gamers out there who need a tool like this. I, I needed a tool like this. The Xbox app will now tell you if the game you're about to you're about to buy runs well on a similar PC. Interesting it's for users like Kev out there who may not have the top of the line. But even then, wow. I would still appreciate it. I like that. A new update to the Xbox app on Windows adds a note to game, um, a note to game pages telling you how well the game is likely to run on your PC. If you're playing on an older PC, the feature could save you the headache of downloading a game that doesn't pair with low spec hardware. Before you install the game from the Xbox app, you will soon see a little note under the install button that tells you how the game performs on PCs that are similar to yours. The messages are simple, plays well on similar PCs, for example. This includes games you've purchased along with games on Xbox Game Pass. Wait, is this available now? I'm gonna see if I can. So I'm open up the Xbox app and see what happens. It probably, I probably need to update it, but. Okay, what do you think about the feature? Like I like the, I like feature like that where it's like, you know, compare gives you comparisons. 
you know, says, oh, can it run? How, how does it run on similar systems? I like that. It's a good option. Because optimi game optimization is very important for me. Okay, so it's not here. It would be nice if they show if they. Oh, okay, so so it's right under the install. So for one, I feel like this page looks different than what I have. So maybe there's an update for it. I'll check back with this one. I'm gonna set that over here. I'll check back. Um, everything announced in Microsoft's Microsoft Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase 2022. Uh, Merge, uh, Merge wants to know um, what do you need, Kev? He'll donate a GPU. Wait, what now? Look at the chat, Kev. Uh. Thirty seventy. <laughs> um. So yes. Um. Xbox and Bethesda's game showcase happened. Um. This um. This past Sunday, we finally got a um a date for was it? Oh no, it wasn't a date. But again, well, let's let's preface this by saying that everything that was shown is coming out in the next twelve months. Yes. So at least we know that these games, if there is no date, it will come out at least before, at least around June, 2023. Uh, Kev, you, you see chat, buddy? I, I'm seeing it. I'm just like, uh, you might want to handle your business, handle your business real quick. Um, <laughs> uh, so Redfall. Um, gameplay was showed for that. High on Life, um, a game from Squanch Games, you know, the people who or from the makers of Rick and Morty, Community, all that shit. Dan Harmon, I believe, is the uh, is the guy's name. Um, where almost every gun you pick up sounds like fucking Morty. Which is really weird. Um, Play Tell Requiem. See, Flight Simulator is getting an update. Um, they release, so they've also released an up. They're getting an update, adding some older um, planes to it for the 40th anniversary. Um, but they added the um, the Pelican to Flight Simulator. That was surprising. <laughs> uh, Forza's motor, uh, for uh, Turn Ten's Forza Motorsport is being released in 2023, spring 2023. And they have thrown so many things into this game, it makes no sense, especially when you're in a high-powered car and you would not see any of it. Like water. Why do I care about a babbling spring accurately babbling when I oh, will just yeah. drive by it in two seconds? Oh, yeah, that, 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 that brook was babbling. It was, it was babbling. babbling, but you would never see it. Um, 
Overwatch 2 news came out. Of course, there's been more information that's come out about Overwatch 2. In the, in the, um, actually, today. I think they had a, an event today. Yeah, I probably should, probably should check that out. Um, let's see here. Let's see. Fallout 76 has an update. Forza Horizon 5 is bringing Hot Wheels. Mm-hmm. Um, Vin Diesel is still very much in Arc 2. Which that was wild. That's still wild to me. <laughs> um, Scorn is finally coming out, ladies and gentlemen. The game, for some reason, I care too much about and will never play. Scorn is coming out October 21st. And everything is wet. Very wet. Very gross. Still intriguing. I mean, yeah, it's an interesting idea. It's it's definitely what... It definitely looks like what Giger wanted to do but couldn't. I still feel like he did, but... Not not in 4K, not in 4K. Yeah, not in 4K, not in 3D. But if you're comparing it to like Alien, it's like yeah, yeah, Alien, yeah, yeah. Um, and it is day one, um, Game Pass. So um, hey, mm-hmm. you 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 make the argument, say hey Marcus, um, there's no reason for you not to play Scorn. I mean, at least try it. <laughs> I think that if I make a if I if I set a donation goal for like extra life or something, I would play Scorn. Just because like I do have the morbid curiosity for it. Mm-hmm. Which is funny enough because you'll probably because you would definitely hit that goal. <laughs> I might like, I might have to put that out there. I might have to put that out yeah. there. Yeah. Um Flintlock, The Siege of Dawn is out in early 2023. Um, putting this out there. One, I wish these YouTube videos were low, but I think there's something on my browser that's keeping all of them from loading. Um, well, Flintlock, yeah. another POC protagonist. Mm-hmm. God bless you, Sin. God bless you, Sin. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, for those who like Stardew but want to farm in Giant Max, Lightyear Frontier is coming out in spring 2023. And I definitely want to do that. Um, you know what this farming sim needs? Max. That's what it needs. <laughs> Naraka Blade Point, um, Sekiro style battle, uh, Sekiro style battle royale. There's already a huge hit on PC coming mm-hmm. to consoles, um, in about a week. Mm-hmm. Grounded will finally be hitting 1.0 in mm-hmm. September. Um, Diablo 4 due out in 2023. And from what I understand, Blizzard is saying that, hey, it will not be like um, Immortal. They will not try to nickel and dime you, but we'll see. It better not be, because I'm going to tell you right now, the way Immortal is playing out, not looking too good. You know what the funny part about it is? Is how much me and Major have probably played a lot of the of Diablo in the past of one and two. And no, just three awesome. for me. Oh yeah, I played I played one and two, and uh, and and dabbled in three. And the fact that we did not even know that this was Diablo. So, oh, it looks like a new IP. None of this looks familiar. 
None of this was familiar. And Diablo oh. 4, and I'm like, well, damn. <laughs> well, damn. <sighs> but also did not say that let this be a game that we know so much about, but it just doesn't look like it. Didn't, didn't even look like it. I was like, what? Um, CFDs is getting its captaincy update on July 21st, which means you can be a captain of a ship. You can actually have a ship that is just yours. You can name it. You can have your own captain's quarters and design it the way you want. Again, I know game development is hard. It's not an easy thing to do. And, you know, you got various milestones you want to hit. Surprised that this was not kind of the thing you could do from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Tecmo and Team Ninja is making a Souls-like game, Wulong Fallen Dynasty. Interesting. Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royale are coming to Xbox and Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um... Kojima is making an Xbox exclusive. And before we get to the last bit, Kojima Productions has to clarify it still likes Sony after fanboy implosion. Which is which is wild, which is wild to me because it's like seriously, y'all y'all need to relax. y'all need to touch grass. Go touch grass. Which, which to me, I which to me, I was thinking like, oh, cool, Death Stranding will be on Xbox, as well. Nice, cool. Yesterday, Hideo Kojima made an appearance at the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, announcing a new partnership between Kojima Productions and Xbox Game Studios. Kojima says it's a completely new project, and I've waited very long for the day when I could finally start to create it. Unfortunately. The internet is the internet, and the announcement brought down an avalanche of praise and scorn, scorn, from mm-hmm. Xbox and PlayStation fans, respectively. Wow, PlayStation fans and scorn? No. Oh, I'm, I'm just thinking about the game, not the feeling. <laughs> It feels weird to have to point out that Kojima Productions is also working on Death Stranding 2, or at least that's what Norman Reedus says, and signing a development contract to fund a new game's production isn't picking sides in an imaginary war. But it's even weirder that such was the backlash Kojima Productions has had to issue a clarification about it being an independent studio. Yes. Quote, as an independent creative studio... Kojima Productions will continue pursuing work on creations for our fans. We will explore various possibilities with games, movies, and music through platforms that evolve in time, I mean, evolve with time and technology. We look forward to your continued support. End quote. Wow. It, this is Get wild. the fuck out your house. Touch some fucking grass. Breathe some natural oxygen. Yes. Because what the fuck, bro? Because like I think people got I think people got lost in the whole sauce when like Death Stranding it came out on PS4, where it was like that was that was really Sony being like we will pay you dump trucks full of money 
to put to make a game on our platform first and then they were like bad and then <laughs> kojima was like bad and he did that and that was totally fine and that was totally fine everybody's good with it we you know people played you know ups sim you know ups simulator and had a good time with it you know you know probably couldn't understand the story but that's classic kojima you ain't gonna understand it but it's but you're gonna have a good time with it so that's fine but to say like that like kojima was like sony's entity is bullshit because again kojima productions is kojima productions kojima does what he wants can i just can i just ask a very important question here go on i would like someone to explain to me like i'm five like use the like small word no more than five letters and use primary (laughs) color crayons only for your drawings (laughs) and illustrations what do y'all get out of the fanatic levels of loyalty to the companies period why do y'all give a whole flying fuck of any kind in a in a stiff breeze about any of this why does this how does this matter how does this matter like when i wake up in the morning and the conversation on the docket is people as humans being like like removed from law and like we're literally in the throes of analyzing like and issuing hopefully issuing severe consequences for the participants in a national insurrection i need y'all to make this reaction make sense okay based on the gaming so, system that you are playing i don't know how i could do this in five like using no more than five letter words but i'm, I'm gonna try to make it simple sometimes People spend a lot of money on new things and they need a way to make it seem worth it. So if the other thing that they that they didn't buy gets things that 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 you don't get with the thing that you bought some people believe that other people you, should die because of it yes <laughs> they get really really angry and and they don't know how to show off they're they're not able to accurately show them being upset properly so they make very very bad decisions and do bad things Because they're just not good people. First thing, can we get a hand clap of praise for the for the patience and empathy that went into that explanation? Also, pre-game pre-game pause. Pause. 
What dip. on earth is Damn happening it, you to, here? You were supposed to, to warn thing. us! Jesus Christ. I just... <laughs> there's just so there's just so much. There's just so it is so painful. Like is <sighs> Okay, so here's the question. Is it an exclusive title? From what I understand, more? it will be because he mentioned that they're trying that he's trying to use um, their type their like their technology. So I'm, I'm at like their cloud technologies. I'm sure like Azure, yeah, uh -huh. to leverage like trying to leverage leverage Azure and stuff to build their game. And I believe this is being funded. Right, because I mean that's because I mean that's what happened with um, that's what happened with Death Stranding. It's like Sony wholly uh, funded, you know, Death Stranding, and it was a uh, Sony. It was a Sony exclusive. It's on PC. It's on PC now, uh, but it was wholly a so Sony exclusive because Sony was like, this was Kojima away from Konami, and they were like, let we will pay you many many dump trucks full of money to make a game on this platform so we can have the first you know like unleashed like kojima making games on the platform which again exclusives ain't nothing new but it's just weird that people are so like big hot mad when another company says you know what we decided to pay them also a, 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 a large amount of dump trucks full of money to make a game for, for Kojima to make a game for us. Um, here's the statement that Kojima made during the event. Of course, translated from Japanese. Yes. Um, quote, Hi everyone, this is Hideo Kojima. Yes, there is a game I've always wanted to make. It's a completely new game, one that no one has ever experienced or seen. I've waited very long for the day when I could finally start to create it. With Microsoft's cutting-edge cloud technology and the change in the industry's trend, it has now become possible to challenge myself to create this never-before-seen concept. It may take some time, but I'm looking forward to teaming up with Xbox Game Studios and hoping to bring you some exciting news in the future, end quote. Mm-hmm. Which I imagine, like, I imagine it's true. Like, it's kind of true because if you think about it, Death Stranding was on the PS4, um, yeah. which, I mean, is one thing. I'm pretty sure whatever he's making, it could have been done on the PS5 too. But seeing as that, like, Sony really doesn't have a cloud thing that it can natively tap into, like, Microsoft probably can. Like they can probably like there's probably fucking DirectX APIs that will plug into Azure to do things mm -hmm. that Sony doesn't have. Right. Um, seems that Sony is probably using open source um things. I forget what what is, what the fuck is DirectX? I, I don't even know what DirectX I need to look that up. Like what is DirectX? Um 
but yeah, I'm pretty sure like whatever Microsoft has with their console, their it's APIs, like tools, isn't it? huh? It's like runtime tools, isn't it? I want to say that's what it is, but I don't know. I never it really makes, had to care. It 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 makes it makes things thing. It, it, it make it it makes the thing do its thing. Um, yeah. But the fact that we know what Microsoft will be using, but we don't know what Sony is. But even then, too, Microsoft owns Xbox. They own Azure. Sony has PlayStation, but what is their cloud infrastructure like if they're not having to go out and have developers use Azure in the back end, which they may or may not use, or have to use Google or AWS or right. even some homespun solution if they're if the com- if the developers, the publishers are big enough. Yeah, Microsoft like I say, Microsoft is a so- Microsoft is a software company. They keep in keep in mind that, you know, when you're playing online games on Microsoft, you're playing on their servers and not anybody else's unless the game specifically mentions a dedicated server right um you're always playing on microsoft servers for the Mm -hmm. games but sony it's like yeah you're probably playing on rented servers Mm -hmm. or on deployed servers from the developer or publisher right like i said microsoft is a software company that has hardware in the vein of the xbox Sony is a hardware company that has that has software that just works with the hardware with their hardware. That's essentially how that works out. So Sony makes Sony makes like Blu-ray players. <laughs> you know. They make very expensive but, TVs. Very expensive TVs, very expensive Blu-ray players. You know, very mini disc. <laughs> okay, I want to pause this conversation for a second because this mm-hmm. GIF on this website about this Demon School game mm-hmm. is just really fascinating. It's like the brain; his brain just keeps popping out, and an eyeball oh, crushes a person. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry. I just, as the conversation been going, I've just been staring at this gift. It's like, what is this? Uh, PC gamer gifts. And also, I would like to remind folks that yes, you can get merchandise over at um, majors.house slash merch, where you can get things like this mug, this hat, replica tees, which, hey, I am wearing mine today. Um, mouse pads and desk mats. And maybe later on when it gets a little bit chilly outside, which does make sense now, there might be blankets. So uh, November. Possibly. Um, even beanies too. We got some beanies and stuff on there too. Also, if you have any of this merch, hey, if you wouldn't mind taking the pictures of you using the merch so I can upload them to the store, it'd be great. Get my, I might get my mom one of them shirts and a blanket. I don't it's think the blanket's cold. out yet, but I might put it out there. Okay. But yeah, um, if you if you have any of the merch, please take a picture of it if you haven't already. Of you using it, and you just having it in your home or whatever, mm-hmm. send them to me so I can put them on the store that way people can see. Hey, these are what people. Yeah. These are how people are using it. Yeah, or on Twitter with the hashtag Major Merch. Well, I mean, I would like—I mean, I would like to put them in the store. So if they could, I mean, you could right. tweet it too, sure. But if you can send them to me, that way I can download them in their best resolution, right? Because Twitter will compress the shit out of that. The absolute fuck out of it. 
Um, also, the show ended with an extended look of Bethesda's Starfield, which looks like a very, very big cross of No Man's Sky and um, Mass Effect. With some fallouts for, for flavor. Well, I mean, yes, it's a Bethesda game. Yeah. Um, of course... This will be most noted as the fact that you can choose introvert as a character trait. Yes. Yeah. I was like Daniel Bryan. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Oh, like, that was like when I, I literally screamed. I was, you should have clipped that because I literally screamed. I was like, hey, yo, I want introvert. See- I know there were some clips made. I need to go yeah. through them. We've, uh, we've went, got some I, good clips made on the channel lately. I, I need to put them up on um on places. Yeah, I went back um on Monday and I watched some of the um tra- I didn't watch the full thing, but I watched a few of the trailers. Watched rewatched Redfall, rewatched um uh the Mac farming game and uh, a few things and we we kind of went through like a little deep dive of the of the traits for starfield and it was like it it was like pretty cool where you would have factions and your factions would like you would have like one let's say like the church or like the government or whatever it's like the church if you were more church focused you would have bigger discounts and for the church but then you wouldn't have but you couldn't even access the organization so it gave you like different like uh variations and different like oh you different backgrounds also it gave you like different perks uh initial perks huge like tech tree like tech tree abilities was there one game that just gave you a fucking sphere grid yeah that that was uh which final fantasy was that sin well, Sphere Grid is from 10. 10. Yeah. But what was, what what, what game showed that like during that event? Like uh, they showed us it does that like the thing looks like a Sphere Grid. I can't remember what game that was. What game was that? Looks like a Sphere Grid? Yeah, it looked is like that, a, I mean it was, it, was, it was a grid and it just like have little thing like it was like a tech tree or whatever. I said it looks like a Sphere Grid. But anything where it's like lines and circles looks like a sphere grid to me. Okay, fair. But like, is that on the PC, is PC gaming show order? What are you talking about? No, that? it's um, Xbox. Because it was okay. during the co-stream we did. I had noticed it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what does... Um, is it in the article that you put up here? Um, it's, yeah, it's the, everything talked about in the Xbox one. It's the one before PC Gamer. Yeah. Well, while Sin looks for that, I mean, um, the PC Gaming Show 2022, every new trailer and game reveal. Um, let's see. I did not I did not look at this too much. So I'm trying to see if there's anything in here that I would want to talk about. All of this, all, all I know is I put this up to say, motherfucker, if y'all keep saying that there are no games out or ain't no games coming out, y'all ain't looking. Y'all just just not looking. Yeah, it it was it was giving more like it was definitely giving like oh, Xbox don't have any games to well Xbox don't have any games coming out this year. You know like 
I have kids. And now, and now they're saying that this game's coming out next 12 months, motherfucker. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Shut up. They're coming out when they're coming out. This one's pretty interesting. Um, Agent 64 Spies Never Die, which um, we did talk about at the beginning of the show. I do have the demo for it downloaded now. Um, apparently, it's supposed to be like um, GoldenEye 64. Looks exactly like Goldman City You know what's you know what's you know what's wild? Like the the indie space or the or the big indie space will just create games like their own variations of beloved titles. You know, like, oh, we may not get a GoldenEye 64, but we'll definitely get a game that looks like GoldenEye. Or we might not get we might not get a Perfect Dark, but we're going to get a game that looks okay, like Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Look at this real quick. I like how I just threw the cart on. Yeah, it's a, it's a Nintendo 64 with a 64 cart. This is great. That's nice. But it's like, oh, went for Advanced Wars, Wargroove. Went for Harvest Moon, Stardew. Um, this game, this game. Can I ask how do you guys feel about all the budget handheld PCs, the the Ayanio Air Plus, the Embernic Quinn 600, and the Ain Loki? Uh, they look cool. I've seen like maybe one of those in a TikTok video of Steam Deck alternatives. I've seen... I, I've I've heard I've heard of a few of these from Wolf Den and ETA Prime. They do a lot of um uh, they both do a lot of like the uh small handheld emulation you know emulation station things, blah 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 blah. I I'm interested, but it's like you know, if I want a Steam Deck, I'm gonna get a Steam Deck. <laughs> like I, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know, or tr- I'm not saying I don't trust, but I don't, I don't warrant these, uh, a try to me when I could just go ahead and get a Steam Deck if a Steam Deck is out there. Because I've amassed way a lot of Steam games. So I'd probably be wanting to play that on a, on a platform, on something that could play my game. So, I like, Run Steam OS and Loki Yeah, yeah. I uh, I would, but I li- I would definitely like to see more of it though. Like more um, reviews on it. But if but if Steam Deck had but if Steam Deck had units out like units for sale and they were getting out they were putting units out at a regular basis I probably would be like yeah. I'd probably more lean towards a Steam Deck. Looking for my wife, I could get. I may get an Air Plus. Okay. Again, really interesting. Re really interesting. Which I like to see. Which I like to see stuff like this because, um, gives it gives like the switch a run for its money in a way 
you know, more more portable more portable gaming. Portable gaming is always good. Portable gaming is all always good because I mean, really, what are we gonna do in the bathroom? <laughs> Oh, that's a reservation. How much is this going? Oh, four eighty-four. Or, oh, sorry, did I say I read four eighty-four? It's forty-nine. Um, so the Loki one twenty-eight. So I guess that's one hundred twenty gigabytes of storage. Mm -hmm. Um, plus a micro SD, six inch LCD IPS, nineteen twenty by ten eighty. Um, 45.5 watt battery. I mean, it's interesting. So that's the Loki. Let's see. This is. Yeah, it's very, it's very interesting. What was, what was that? Win 600. I don't see the Win 600 listed on this site. But this screen right here does not scream very. Yeah, I don't know if I will buy anything from this company, though. I do not. I just don't like the, 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 the website. The Aoneo, I think that's the one. I've, I think I've heard of Aoneo. Um, honestly, the one I would probably go with is this Loki, if anything. If I was looking mm -hmm. for an alternative. But even then, too, like it's still not available right now. Oh, the Win 600 isn't out yet. Okay. All companies have good merit and have tested devices not there. I just decided for the possibility that this field proves extremely profitable. It could mean higher improvements on the low end. You got Loki on pre-order and have my deck. I also have a the INEO, the INEO 2021. Yeah, it's a thing where Steam or Valve is not great when it comes to hardware. The only hardware that seemed to have been great for Steam was the one that they partnered with HTC with the Vive. When they had those um, Steam boxes. The Steam boxes were not great. Yeah. Steam boxes weren't great. The Steam controller was not great. The Steam Link was not great. Well, the Steam Link wasn't great, but it still kind of served enough of a purpose where enough people bought one. I own one, also, but also own a Steam controller too, just because like, sure, why not? And actually, Was no, I bought a Steam Link. Link. I bought a Steam Link because they were selling them for fucking cheap. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was I was this close to buying one. Um, but yeah, it will be it would be interesting to see what portable PC gaming looks like, but I feel like it's not going to matter. Um, it's not gonna matter for a good chunk of the population. Because 5G coming out is going to solve the issue. It's going to probably solve a lot of issues with cloud gaming. To where all I need is my iPhone. And well, 
I don't have my back my, my backbone here, but I've got my, my um, Razer Kishi. So all you need is like a phone and a controller to put your phone in. And then you have the equivalent of a Switch or a Steam Deck. The fact that, you know, I, I still would even... I, no, I'm not going to say I would prefer my Switch over a Steam Deck. I still would prefer to have the Steam Deck. But even like cloud gaming has gotten better. The fact that xCloud yeah. has gotten better on iOS or just period because the, that shit used to have terrible fucking lag. But they finally fixed that problem. Where I don't mind playing Game Pass games on my phone anymore. Um, I can see having dedicated hardware for games and it may make it better if you're playing it locally as opposed to over the cloud. But I, I feel like mobile technology is going to get better. Cloud technology is going to get better. And the way developers, I would say developers, but mainly publishers are moving towards taking away more of your rights to own the thing, to have you just rent it. They will probably, you will probably see more advancements in cloud gaming than you will probably see in mobile game, like mobile local gaming in the future. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would like to see it. it. It's nice to see that there are people who are making dedicated mobile gaming hardware to allow you to still play your PC games on the go. And then ultimately still allowing you to, if you have a wireless connection to play more um, to play cloud-based games too. But I still think, like, looking at the grand scheme of things, more people are probably just going to use their phone. They already have, like, they already have the mobile device. If they can make cloud a compelling enough argument before, like, a Steam Deck really, before the Steam Deck really does take off, then I don't think we're going to see the Steam Deck succeed as much as we'd like to see it succeed. Yeah, it'll be a, be a niche thing. Um, not to mention the fact too, like with the Apple with Apple and their um, their gains in ARM architecture. Yeah, like I would not be surprised to see like an amazing performer in like an A16 or an A17 chip in an iPhone just crushing. Like the if like the eight or let's say like the A18 chip in the iPhone. Let's see, I think that's 17. If my math checks out be comparable to an M1 and a MacBook now. They can keep the cooling down. Like they've already got the MacBook Air with the M1 and the M2 with the fanless design and it's still able to perform, but just, you know, it, it doesn't keep up with like a MacBook Pro that does have a fan or a Mac Mini that does have a fan. But still being able to play those games at a decent frame rate, at a decent resolution. Yeah, like honestly... I feel like an iPhone would be better off. And the fact that, you know, you can sell it to the app store or we'll see what happens with all these court rulings, whether or not you get like the Epic game store or steam able to release, um, games through like steam for iOS or something. Uh, so far, mobile gaming is the most repairable form. The, you know, See the mobile the mobile gaming devices all have parts available in great teardowns, which to me feels more like my like I own those devices just because I am encouraged to fix it myself and understand its inner workings. Um, 
office casual gamer but the way she snatched up my steam deck from it if people give it a chance they will love it i will never fix the cooling it's fix the cooling it's planned obsolescence they're designed to eventually cook I again as someone who has owned apple devices for a while that plan that plan obsolescence argument it, to me it does not hold water yeah it doesn't hold water as much like the fact that again like we I will say that like there are people who now with an iPhone 7 are upset that I that iOS 16 won't work. Now I feel like that's a bad move, but again, like it's not like it's a hardware thing. It's just honestly, it's just a decision. Like I feel like okay, yeah, I feel like that that argument make it makes an argument for planned obsolescence. But yeah. to me, it does like any other time I feel like those arguments don't hold water. Like I would say like Android manufacturers are worse at it than Apple. Samsung's gotten better about it. Google is yeah. getting better about it. Yeah. But it seems that they've only been in this space for like, shit, I would say yeah, six years, six or seven years, which seems like a long time. But then you realize that Apple's been around since 2007 or the iPhone's been around since 2007. Um. The fact that you know, yeah, you can you can continue to get updates to iPhones, but an Android phone is only good for about two years before mm-hmm. you just get left behind. I don't know. I mean, I still got an iPhone six back there that works. Um, I don't know. It may be how people use them. I don't know. Again, as somebody who works on software and our hardware, I, lo- I look at the software aspects of it and like what can they get, especially for security up like, for, for the security and just overall updates. Um, yeah, but I have an iPhone six back there. I've got a iPad Mini two sitting right here. Both of these devices work very well. Um, my my aunt still uses an iPhone four or four S. Oh, that was my last. That was my last iPhone. So um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Well, that's weird because every time I've gone to an Apple store, I just like, hey, my screen is cracked. Can you fix it? Yes, I have Apple Care. Or even if I didn't, like, yo, can you fix this? Also, just a screen price. The, the prices of those devices, if you get them to fix it, is really expensive. But if I, I guess if I went to iFixit, I probably could do it cheaper, maybe. Capcom also had a showcase this week mm-hmm. where they announced, hey, Resident Evil games are getting ray tracing. And they're, um, you know, updating things for the PS5 and Xbox Series um, consoles. Unfortunately, on PC, with these updates, they did some fuckery. And they replaced the older versions of these games with the newer ones, which had higher specs. And then it locked Uh. people out who did not have those specs, who was able to play the game the day before. It was a hot mess. So if you were like, hey, I kind of want to see uh, Ethan... (laughs) The humiliation of Ethan Winters. It's like, nope. 
Or I don't know, you bought Resident Evil 7 because you thought, you know what, I think I'll play it. Or, you know what, it's time for me to play my annual horror game. Let's play Resident Evil 7 on my GTX 1060. And then no. Mm-hmm. Nope. Um, Capcom has reactivated the previous versions of Resident Evil 2, 3, and 7 on PC following player feedback. After the Capcom showcase, the publisher released a free update across PS5, Xbox Series X, and S, and PC, adding in, adding in ray tracing, 4K support, and 3D audio. Mm, excuse me. However, on the PC, the new version had increased minimum system requirements and was unable to revert back to the previous version, locking some people out of the game. Quote, Due to overwhelming community response, we've reactivated the previous version that does not include ray tracing and enhanced 3D audio. Both enhanced and previous versions will be made available going forward. My question is, and it seems like these are two different versions. Like, like, all right, for Resident Evil 7, there are two different SKUs of this game, right? There is Resident Evil 7 and then Resident Evil 7 Enhanced. Actually, let's let's find. It. Let's go. Let's go to Steam. Let's look up. Let's go to the store. Resident Evil Seven Enhanced <laughs> Computer Enhanced. Okay, so Resident Evil Seven Biohazard. Sure. Like I have an account here, and I'm signed in. Why do you not know what my birth date is? Mm. Why am I having to do this? Okay, so there is a notice here. It says, please check the news page for details regarding the patch delivering ray tracing and other features plus information on new system requirements. Cool, so let's, let's check the news. Um, where, Where's the news? Where, where's the news? News? Because, yeah, these are definitely older requirements. Like, they're looking for a GTX 1060 or minimum a 960. Okay, there we go. Um, Hello, Resident Evil fans. Due to overwhelming community response, we've reactivated the previous version that does not include ray tracing and enhanced 3D audio. Both enhanced and previous versions will be made available going forward. Please follow the steps below if you wish to roll back to the previous version. Wow. So they just they're just calling it a beta. Like they just straight up updated the fucking game, but they're releasing the non-ray trace version as a beta. I wild. People are peopling today. Let me tell you that. What the fuck, bro? An upgrade patch will be releasing soon. And sis- okay, so this is okay. So this is when they were about to update it, and this is after they updated it. So on June 10th, an upgrade patch will be releasing soon, and system requirements will also be updated. Update on system requirements. The system requirements will change with the arrival of the upgrade patch. The new minimum requirements are listed below. Alongside the previous specifications, no longer supported under this upgrade patch. What the fuck, bro? 
So, one, if people were stuck on 7, 8, and 8.1, you no longer can play the game. It requires DirectX version 12. Um, before, yeah, but 7, 6. Okay, so never mind. So, they still have... Okay, so the new features are still here. So, yeah, it's requiring a 960 or a 460 here. But before, all you needed was a 760. Um, how to toggle automatic updates off. So I guess in the event you still want to play this game before the patch releases. One, you have to read the news to know this, which nobody will. So you right click in the updates tab, change automatic updates to update only when I launch it. Press steam in your steam client and select go offline. Press play to start the game. Please switch to go offline every time you play this title. Please be aware that once the upgrade patch has been applied, the game cannot be restored to the previous version even if the game is uninstalled. You knew! You knew it was going to be bad. But did they though? For you to put a warning out to say, hey, this is going to break for a lot of you. So in order for it not to break, you need to hack the shit out of you have to jump through hoops. To still be able to play a game you own after an upgrade, as opposed to just recompile like, again, understanding that development can be hard, but I still feel like you could have added the features to the existing game or at least provided two options where you can you can choose either DirectX 11 or DirectX 12. Um, case in point, I'm going to launch Civ here. Which I guess it'll be a while because I just reinstalled the OS. So it's got to do all this. So I'll revisit that in a second. But essentially, when launching Civ, it'll ask me what, like when the um, launcher shows up, it asks me, do I want DirectX 10 or like DirectX 9, 10 or DirectX 11 or touch? But some games, if they're releasing multiple versions, if there's like a direct, if there's a multiple versions of the game, it will give you the option to choose right then and there which version of the game you want to play. They could have rolled the new update out as a separate SKU that was free if you own it. What merge set? Exactly. I mean, it wouldn't have been an elegant solution, but if they if they could not roll it into like a launcher to let you choose which one, sure, that would have been the better that that would have been a better option. It would have been, yeah. This was just this was just highly inconsiderate. Yeah, this was just really, absolutely, utterly considerate. And it's like you knew you were wrong. 
Yeah, because there's a good chunk of games. There's a good chunk of like, like computers that don't have, like, ray tracing options on it. So it would just been like, well, you're, well, you're screwed. 1080. But see the but see the thing is the media the the meat um the minimum requirement for this game is still a 960. Mm -hmm. So even that card still can't do most of the stuff that they added to the game. Right. What really I gotta restart this damn PC to play fucking Civ? Fuck you. Mm. Um but yeah, so right here at the so it's very very small. But under this play button, there is DirectX nine or DirectX ten or eleven, or touch, which is DirectX eleven plus. Mm -hmm. So again, like even with this launch, there are like multiple versions of Civ five on my PC, and right here I can choose which one I want to execute. Or when the game launches, choose which libraries to pull from. So to me, it's very inexcusable that Resident Evil that that, that Capcom did this for two, three, and seven. Like that should not have been a thing that they had to do, knowing that one, you knew this. On the you you knew this when you made the game. Put out an alert saying, "Hey, this is going to happen," and then be like, "Oh man, because of community feedback, I guess we need to roll a bet." What the fuck you think was going to happen? I'd be hot if I had a bandwidth cap and they pulled. I mean. Couldn't have known things are going to go that way, though, Major. Couldn't have known. That's fair. I think you're. It's not. I think you're being unkind here. Fuck it. Um. Also, we did mention again. Summer's Steam Next Fest brings so many demos to our PCs today. So definitely, if you're looking for your next favorite game on Steam. Do recommend you hit that front page. It's right there. This is this right there. I've already been making little list of things yeah. and everything else that I might want to get into. Just go ahead and do that. Just just download some games and just just yep. just just play them. It's fun. Also, good good opportunity. Add the wish list. Add the wish list is the most important thing that you can do for develop for these developers because it shows like interest. So the more interest the game gets the higher it goes on Steam's, like, um, charts. So that means more discovery. So if you like a game and you want to check, keep in, keep in touch with it, add to Wishlist. Add to Wishlist is the best. And it also lets you know when you get, when the game comes out, um, if there's any sales, it'll let you know as well. So yeah, add, add to Wishlist. Um, and it this event runs... Until June twentieth, so definitely get out there, play some games. <sighs> Activision to recognize and begin negotiations with Raven Software's labor union. 
Huzzah. It took them far too long to just do the right thing. Mm-hmm. But they are here. Mm-hmm. They're here. And a letter sent to employees today, company CEO Bobby Cook said Activision Blizzard plans to engage in good faith negotiations with the CWA to enter a collective bargaining agreement. Um, I wish this was the only news that I had about ABK, but it's not. And it's not good news that I come with because Activision also said we ha- they have concluded their internal investigation into widespread harassment. And they said they didn't find any. Shocker. And they blamed the highly inflammatory made-for-press allegations of the DFEH, which... I want to point out, as I've pointed out in TikToks and Tech Talk Thursday episodes prior, we I think we all have, most of the people who are in charge of running things at Activision Blizzard have been coming from a very specific place in the U.S., a very specific pool of talent. Being Washington, D.C. GOP strategist of, of, of a kind or another. People who have worked for Bush and Trump are being employed at ABK in leadership roles, legal HR, what have you. And are doing just as well at those jobs, I would, I would add. Because, and I, I want to point out, I, I, I bring this up just because, like, man, it's funny that an internal investigation being run by you would also yield no results um, or no findings of the thing you're being accused of. Sure. It's like me pissing myself. And it's like, yeah, upon further investigation, I did not piss myself. And I want to blame all of those who said that I pissed myself for claiming that I pissed myself. Yes, it smells like urine, but this is not urine on my pants. And shame on you for blaming me for urinating on myself. Because you saw me do it and you smell it. But I absolutely did no such thing, surely. Exactly. Thank you. How very dare. Racist. Um, So, yeah, bringing it up, bringing up this story for just that part alone. It is the. The statement highly inflammatory made for press allegations of a government agency that screams of from the desk of the GOP party of Activision Blizzard. (sighs) Quote, 
Contrary to many of the allegations, the board and its external advisors have determined that there is no evidence to suggest that Activision Blizzard senior executives ever intentionally ignored or attempted to downplay the instances of gender harassment that occurred and were reported. While there are some sustained instances of gender harassment, those unfortunate circumstances do not support the conclusion that Activision senior leadership or the board were aware of and tolerated gender harassment or that there was a systemic issue with harassment, discrimination, or retaliation. Mm, excuse me. Based on his review, Mr. Casayas concluded that there were no there was no widespread harassment pattern or practice of harassment or systemic harassment at Activision Blizzard or any of its business units between September 1st, 2016 and December 31st, 2021. Mr. Casayas further concluded that based on the volume of reports, the amount of misconduct reflected is comparatively low for a company the size of Activision Blizzard. We recognize none of the improvements can change can change the past for those who experience inappropriate workplace conduct. Over the years, the company has has appropriately disciplined and and exited employees to ensure that our practices match our policies. There simply is no room in Activision Blizzard for anyone who does not practice a corporate value of providing a safe, inclusive, and welcoming workspace that serves as a model for our industry. Um... And that's in quote. So the report also notes how Activision Blizzard, quote, has been subject to an unrelenting barrage of media criticism that attempts to paint the entire company and many innocent employees with the stain of a very small portion of our employee population who engaged in bad behavior and were disciplined for it, end quote. Were they... Who did you discipline for that 18? Wait, was it 18 or 118 million dollar lawsuit back in March? <sighs> okay, no answers. Right. Let me just go downstairs and get the banana rum then at this point. Like the just this has to be like the the worst slap in the fucking face. For everyone who's come out reported issues, nothing has ever happened to it. And it, it's a it's a thing where like it's a lot of like this is where talking to HR and not having any records of the thing you talk to HR about written down, typed up, emailed or anything. This is what this is pointing at. Like there is no evidence where some people say, well, I talked to my HR rep. Well, there is no evidence and they're not saying you've not been here. You didn't come to visit. You did not raise a complaint. There is no complaints on the books that you said that this person did a thing and we've talked to them and they have not done it. We've not seen any evidence of this happening. So, or the people who complained and, you know, nothing happened. They left the company. So I guess we don't have to investigate them because they do not currently work for the company. So as far as we can see of anybody who is still here, 
yeah, this is a very inclusive place to work. I mean, we 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 got that 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 reward that said that this is one of the best this is what best game studios to work for. This is the best publisher to work for. Remember, they they said that about us. They they said that. We're we're the best. So I mean. And we bought someone who was the former chair of the EEOC. Oh, but wait a second. Wait a second. Okay. I just now realized what I said. American lawyer businessman, he is a private invest, investor and business consultant, Washington, D.C. area, director of Prudential Financial, trustee of the University of Pennsylvania, and advisor to Toyota Motor, and advisor to Toyota Motor North America, the Procter & Gamble Company, and Comcast Corporate. Let's see. Okay, so in, 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 in 1994, in July 1994, President Bill Clinton called upon him to leave the Pentagon and serve as chairman of the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, an office for which he was confirmed unanimously and which he served with well recognized distinction until 1998. As chairman of the commission, he served as the chief administrative official for all operations of the commission. It's 50 field offices and 2,700 employees and, with, and its annual budget of $250 million. Sorry, I can read faster when I'm not saying it out loud. Huh, okay. I was actually surprised that he worked under a Democratic president. So th- that that was surprising to me, but also the fact that, you know, hi, I have my hand in many corporate pies. You know, I'd really hate for a company to, you know, just go down for some nonsense like somebody complained about a thing because they were too sensitive also the fact that hey you know there are worse companies out there why y'all picking on Activision there are worse companies god y'all being mean And here comes a late edition in the gaming news. Square Enix will no longer invest money in NFTs. Just in time for Juneteenth. Um, and I had to go and I had to go verify because I've never heard of SVG.com, so I didn't know how credible it was. So I went and verified it during the first story we were covering at the beginning of the show um 
to where it's like, yep, this is definitely true. In a financial results briefing, Square Enix president Yasuke Matsuda said that the company would no longer be investing the funds from these sales into NFTs. Oh, I'm sorry. Let's start back at the top here. In early May, Square Enix shocked the world by selling off several of its mo most massive franchises to Swedish video game company Embracer Group. They have been embraced. These franchises included Tomb Raider, Deus Ex, and, the Legacy, and Legacy of Kane, as well as over 50 games in Square Enix's back catalog. The sale also included some of Square Enix's studios, including, including Idols Montreal, Square Enix Montreal, and Crystal Dynamics. Initially, Square Enix said that said these massive sales were made in order to help the company invest more money and resources into its blockchain technology endeavors, all of which would help it break into the NFC business. However, only a month later, it seems the Japanese company is singing a different tune. In a financial results briefing, Square Enix president Yasuke Matsuda said that the company would no longer be investing the funds from these sales into NFTs and will instead use them primarily to fund our efforts to foster solid IP and to enhance our development capabilities in our core digital entertainment segment. Essentially, um, essentially this means that Square Enix will be abandoning NFTs and blockchain technology in favor of reinvesting its resources into creating new games and other properties. That's it. That's it. That's all I wanted out of today. Thank you. In hardware and software updates, do you have an AMD PC? Update your BIOS to nick some stuttering issues. So this is a case of there is a fix. There is a firmware update for a thing. If you are experiencing the issue, it may behoove you to update your BIOS. If you are not experiencing any issues, maybe don't. Just don't. I thought about updating my BIOS. But I was like, well, I've not had any issues, but also I've not played any games to where anything was stuttering yet. I, I yeah, I've played Fortnite last night, and that's the only game that I've played on this PC since since reinstalling and putting Windows 11 on it. Um, and Nintendo Switch update version 14.1.2 is out now. Just making things a little bit more stable. Also, I've played Mario Strikers over the week. Forgot to add oh, that go. to my, um, my, um, things I've did. It is really fucking fun. Good. It is really fun. I enjoyed it. I got my ass whooped in a fucking online match, though. I wasn't ready. Wasn't ready. Um, And in deals news, FIFA 22 is coming to EA Play and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate next week. And I want to say there's other things coming, too, but I don't know. Oh, let's see. Yeah, I'm in my gaming. I'm going to pull up my deals page here. Um, Let's see. Superland is free in EA. And hey, if you... Oh, it looks like... um, Assassin, There's an Assassin's Creed sale on Steam. Yes. Uh, so definitely check that out. I might, I might go pay that a visit myself and um, see what... See what I want to pick up on PC. If granted, shit, I've 
probably own fucking every Assassin's Creed game between all the fucking systems that I own. Mm. Because again, like I said, Ubisoft likes to get in bed with everybody. everybody. I'm gonna go get a drink after that. Thank you. What's the end of the show, Sid? You Wild. go off to the end of the show. Nope. No. No. Um. No thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Mario Sharks is pretty good. Um. I'm also going to pick up that. Um. Fuck. What is it? The Fire Emblem game that's coming out too. Is that a Muso game? That's a Muso game, yeah. right? Yeah, the Muso game. That's what I thought. Uh, yeah, I, might pick I have up. played the uh I played the um the Age of Calamity demo and uh Oh yeah. That, yeah. That, uh, there is a demo for it. I thought I downloaded it but I didn't, so I might need to go back and download the demo for um that Fire Emblem game and see how it plays. Yeah. I I have um, it downloaded. I would have like played a little bit of it for the channel, but it was like, nah, dude, you got like you got like six or seven demos to make videos of. You ain't got the time. <laughs> you ain't got the time, man. So it's like, all right, so I got to make them demos. Oh, so yeah. You know what? Also, hey, I want to. I, I pulled up GameStop, and I. Be I'd be remiss if I didn't mention this to people, right? I was in mm-hmm. GameStop the other day, and um, Kev, you know about my very, very unique situation right now. Yes. Um, I was looking for a PS5 to try to solve that problem. Mm-hmm. And of course, like you can't find one. That's Mm-mm. the last console you just can't find anywhere. So I walked into GameStop, asked them, hey, when are you getting shipments of PS5s in? And she, the 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 the, 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 the um, employee told me, she told me I wasn't paying much attention, though. Because the interaction outside of talking about the PS5 kind of got overwhelming for me because it seemed like very desperate person to talk to somebody who walked into a store versus someone who was really introverted and did not want to talk outside of the question that I asked. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so GameStop is having their pro day or pro days next weekend. Right. She told me that PS fives will be coming in or at least to the store where I'm at that weekend. Okay. So if you were looking for a PS five mm. and you are a pro member to GameStop, which again, I understand Barrier to entry because you have to pay to be a part of this thing. Maybe look into it. Viewers are looking for a PS5. Maybe check your local GameStop next weekend. For, like the earliest you can on a Friday. Okay. I feel like after hearing that, I was like, hmm. Because like, you can also go to... Amazon and you can reserve like you can enter into like kind of reserve a spot to get a PS5 once they have them available. Yes. Um I was like, well, I could do that. But also what games are coming out on PS5 that would justify me buying a PS5? 
There are none. There are none. There really aren't. Honestly, it was me wanting to buy a PS5 just so I could say I have one. And it was like, that's not a good enough reason for me to do things anymore. No. Oh, wow. So, so, not, so not back back to square one? Huh? So back to square one? What do you mean? As far as like... Oh, like, that oh, situation? Yeah. <sighs> kind of. I'm actually making better decisions than I was. I think the hyper-focus of that problem is starting to wane off after um, a trip I made um, Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Mm. It was either Monday or t- it was either Monday or Tuesday. Mm. Um, I went out. I went out to take a look. Um, so okay, I'll, I'll put it because it's annoying to have to do this. I want. I think I mentioned on here that I want to buy a new car. I have a thousand. Like and I said, I have a thousand dollars to put down on a new car. Yes. That's essentially at this point because there are no cars available. A thousand dollars will kind of hold one for me if one ever comes in. There's a specific car, only one type of car that I am looking for. That's it. Um, so I went to a dealership Monday or Tuesday to look at one that is classified as used for it to be 2022, which does not make sense. And it is at a point. And I think, like Kev, like you said, like it is so bad out there. Like they are not showing commercials for new cars anymore. They're not, they're not doing. They're not doing car commercial sales like how they would do like year end clearance or yeah, because like, they ain't got nothing to clear. They ain't nothing to clear. They're gone. <laughs> um, yeah. And it shows even with salesmen now, mm-hmm. because no matter who I talk to, I've talked to multiple car salesmen. And none of them have tried to sell me on a thing. It's like, we don't have this, but we have that. Right. Or it's not like, hey, we don't have it new, but we've got the used version. Now, granted, for the specific car I am looking for, there are only Mm -hmm. two model years for it. Right. Because they're selling. Well, no, no, not that. No, I'm saying like the Kia K5 started production for the 2021 line. Mm -hmm. So there's only a 2021 Kia K5 and a 2022 K5. So they can't try to sell me on a used K5 like they really want to because nobody is trading that in. Mm -mm. There are no Mm. real used K5s that don't make sense for people who are trying to buy a car would buy. Like, even when, like, so the, the, the salesman from earlier this week, she pulled the car around so I can see it. First time I've ever been able to see a Kia, K, a 2022 Kia K5 GT line. That's the specific car that I want. And oh my God, that car was in the color I want. 27,000 miles. And again, you know, salesmen are not acting the same when she looked at me and she was like, you probably want something new. I can, I will not try to sell this to you. She told me, I mean, like they were paying attention. She told me, and again, this may be like, Hey, I may not get you now, but hopefully you'll see how nice I am now. So that way later on, you might come back. But she told That's me, right. and I've heard this uh, several other places too, to wait for the 2023s to start rolling out. Because a, 
not only is not only are cars just not being made as as quickly as they were in the past, but they're mm-hmm. also saying too a lot of cars nowadays aren't showing up because everything is being pushed to twenty twenty three. Like all the resources are now moving to twenty twenty three vehicles, right? So in essence, it's almost like I was going around shopping for an iPhone. 13 Pro in August. Or like, hey, I heard like Apple announced the new the next iPhone event. You know what? Now's a good time to buy this year's um the 2022 iPhone. I'm gonna buy the iPhone 13 Pro the week before they announced the iPhone 14. Like that's the to me, like that is the equivalent of what I've been doing. And it's kind of hard for me to judge that because I don't know when new cars come out. Right. I'm just like, oh, that's the new one. Cool. And then, you know, we'll go from there. But yeah. So yeah, I've been trying to figure out ways to get rid or try to find things, you know, that can you know make me forget that I have that money. So I don't buy, uh, so I don't make stupid decisions and buy cars. But yeah, after that conversation, that hyper focus has kind of gone down a bit. Yeah. To where it's like, well, shit, like it, it is kind of pointless for me to do any of this right now. Yeah. We'll see what happens in a couple of months, um, even if it's still a thing. And then probably by then I will not have the amount of money I have now. Um. Oh, emerges. So I won the PS5 on Newegg last month. I wish I knew you wanted one. That went to a. Yeah, it, I don't. No, it, it, it ain't like that. It ain't like that. No. Because again, there is nothing on PS5 that I want to play, at least not now. Um, Especially seeing that a lot of the games are coming to PC later. I can wait. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it. Like, I actually looked up like PS5 exclusives. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to play any of these. Like, there's like nothing me, that I want to play. It's like for me, the only game that's like, yeah, is Ratchet. I get that was what I was gonna say. Like, Ratchet is the only one. Like, I would even and say I, Gran Turismo, but Forts is coming out next year, so yeah, I'm good there. And I and I, for one, cannot see myself paying $500 to just play Ratchet, right? Or for the privilege of playing Spider Man early, yeah. So here's my question for both of you. When you are looking into new consoles and the current generation, how many games does I have to have on it that you feel are worth playing before you invest? It doesn't matter for me. I don't think I would have bought an Xbox. Really? Because again, like most of the games that are on Xbox that are, would be exclusive are also coming to PC. Yep. Um But the reason why I went Xbox is because they're like of the console exclusives, I am more on an Xbox. I'm more Xbox leaning than I am PlayStation. So it's like, if yeah. I can't play it on my PC, then at least I can sit there and for the most, and especially like, it's just mainly like whatever's on game pass and that, that I can get on both. I can just easily install it on my Xbox and then capture that footage. Yes. Same. Cause, and then when, PC gets to acting up like it did with like State of Decay 2. 
I can easily just say, all right, I'm going to take this and I'm going to switch it over to this. Even as a backup console for like Game Pass Thursday nights. Yeah. It has become, it's been very, it's been very good at that. Of being um, like, all right. Or even Avengers for you, right? Yeah, Avengers for me. Because Avengers would not even play. I couldn't even see like things on on the game screen like when kamala khan was like hacking quote unquote hacking into like tony's like servers i couldn't mm-hmm. see that it was nothing there and then when we did like the the ton the snowy tundra level it was like it the skybox was flickering so bad like i'm not i'm not like i'm not like sensitive to like flashing lights but it was making me ill <laughs> It was just so annoying, and then when I and then watching Major play Avengers on the Series S on this exact Series S right here <laughs> was like basically saying to me like, so games could run, <laughs> and so I was like, bet, and it looked great, it ran great, it played great, and I didn't have any issues. Yeah, I think I was having some issues on PC that prompted me to go. To the Series S at the time. Because like yeah. I would not have started on the Series S. Like, for me, it's always like PC and then, okay, if it's not working here, maybe I have to find the console version. Which right. is great if it's a Game Pass game or an Xbox Play Anywhere title that I bought. Right. But it becomes an issue if it's a Steam game I purchased. If it was on yeah. Epic or it's a Ubisoft title. Whereas, like, I'm hoping I have, like, a free version. Like, I got, like, either, like... I have another version of that game on the Xbox that I can use. Mm -hmm. And again, that's why I'm going, that's why I'm looking at the NDI stuff now. So that way I can solve that problem. Right. Um, I know we don't, sure. Some people don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about cyberpunk. Um, but I actually am going to be streaming cyberpunk on this channel as part of testing with NDI because this game could barely do like 1440p 60 with ray tracing on. Now I could turn it off. I can get a little bit more performance, but even if I'm driving, no matter mm-hmm. whether ray tracing is on or off, right. the frame rate still dips Yeah, when driving on that game on this beefy ass PC. Right. It ain't the beefiest, but it's, be- it, it's enough where like the, the, I, I I meet the recommended spec, but even driving, it dips below sixty. Right, and sometimes it's good at you know as a as a content creator, it's also good to have something to to like offload, basically save resources by just playing off on the console. It's still looking good and running in those really good and still having those good frame rates, and you know running smooth. Because when I did Avengers, the Avengers streams, it looked but it looked beautiful on my because I was running in like 720p 60 and it was looking and it was looking great because it it didn't have to like run the game and stream and encode. It was all done relatively seamless, and I was and I was happy about that. So and this is the reason why a lot of people do two PC gaming. To also get rid of that. And again, that's why I'm doing NDI. Right. And again, like I said, 
This MacBook Pro. Now, granted, it ain't cheap. It's not cheap. This is a two thousand dollar piece of piece of tech. But think about like $2,000 for something that's very, very thin, very, very quiet, and actually runs very, very cool. Mm-hmm. As opposed to what you could spend for $2,000, even for a laptop that runs Windows on Intel or AMD, which would start sounding like a jet engine with a laptop. Or again, big, giant, beefy PC to do the same task. Um, and the fact that two, again, probably sooner rather than later at this point, given the initial test of this by like me buying a $2,000 computer is about, is going to be about as tall as this iPhone. Maybe not that tall. Right. So that way I can do two PC, um, two PC streaming over a network, um, and just be able to say like, Use more resources on my PC because I'm not having to do as much. Um, the fact that the Mac with very small form factor, able to sit there, pull out just huge amounts of performance. Um, one report came out today saying that the M2 MacBook Pro or like uh, between the M2, like just the M2 chip, whether it's running in the Mac, uh, MacBook Air or MacBook Pro is more powerful than the base Mac Pro, the cheese grater Mac. <laughs> cheese grater Mac. So, um, yeah, I'm just saying. For those who are sitting, for those who are sitting, saying like, oh, Max can't do this, Mac can't do that. I mean, okay, yeah, you chill there with your two PC setup. Instead of drawing God knows how much power to do it, when I can sit and do this shit on a MacBook Pro, and get like I mentioned before, like I was doing like 10 to 15 minutes on battery. The battery dipped less than 1%. Unplugged, over wireless, streaming to Twitch with no issues over NDI. Um, but it's also like, I'm not going to move most of my stream over to it. It's going to be a kind of a case by case basis. Um, seeing like, Hey, is this game having trouble running on my PC while streaming? Okay. If it is all right, time to pull out the MacBook or time to fire up the Mac studio and we'll go that route. <sighs> Are there any more questions? I love answering questions. Oh, so are we having as our next episode a Q and A rather than articles? Because I mean, we can do that. I mean, if if we can go, if we can generate a whole bunch of questions, that'll be great. I love to answer some questions. Same. Well, y'all heard them, so now you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's okay. I'll keep a list of articles anyway, just in case that doesn't happen. But you know. Oh. Before I forget, because I definitely forgot to do it at the beginning of the show, but I'm going to say it now. We will have a special guest at the end of the month for Tech Talk Thursday plays our first guest on the show. We are excited to get them booked, ready to go. 
Oh, now yeah. we just need to figure out for real what game to play. Also, I think I might extend the I might extend the question to them too because they may have a game that they want to bring that they would like to play with us. Indeed. So um, stay tuned for that. We'll have more news as we get closer to that day. But until then, um, Kev, what you got going on this week? Well. Probably fin well, probably finish up my very, very extensive coverage of the Steam Next Fest. That's gonna be Oh, that's been it's been that's been that's gonna be pretty inter- pretty interesting. I've commit I've kinda committed myself to like a honorable mentions video where I'm where it's just me talking about, hey, here's some games that I thought were really cool, but didn't think not enough to make a video of. So here are these. And uh, probably just, once I finish with, like, the main bulk of videos that I set forth to make, then I'll probably, like, take a day sometime and then just record a bunch of, like, 20 minutes of video footage and just chop it up, type a, a paragraph, and just do like a nice little uh, honorable mentions stuff. Eh, you know, because there were some games that I thought that were really fun and interesting or just videos that I was like, you know what, I like, but I ain't gonna have time for this. I ain't gonna have time. Um, and yeah, a few of those. Uh, I'm probably gonna be playing Roots of Pacha, which I love. Think about it's more of a caveman version of Stardew with proper representation. So I'm like, boom, I love it. Um, what else? Probably do more uh, park shopping. Been do I I do that on I do that a lot. I've been watching a lot of build videos and giving myself some options. We are we're settling on the fi- we're settling on the 5800x. Which that means I'm not, which means for the first time I'm gonna have to buy a, a, a dedicated cooler, which that's something that's something I haven't been able to that's something I haven't done yet. So pray for me. Um, probably. Wait, be, why probably are you having like, to buy a dedicated cooler again? Because because eight cores. Ryzen has this weird thing where they don't where eight cores don't come with dedicated coolers. I don't understand why. Eight core sixteen thread. Yeah, eight, yeah, eight core, eight core, eight cores. Yeah, all eight of cores. my Ryzen's of, of the, the actually I mean, of all it, the Ryzen's I've bought, they've all come with Wraith coolers. I mean, if it come, if it comes with one, cool. If it doesn't, then I'm just gonna be like, well, I'm gonna have to just. This is a Ryzen seven. Yes, yeah, a Ryzen seven. I think fifty eight hundred X. So, so that we, box so we, is uh, plenty big. No, actually, no, it's not. I, it, I I saw they just turned an angle on it, and it, yeah, it does look thinner. Yeah. So I so case of I mean that's just I mean it's just an extra fifty because I'm gonna air cool it. I was thinking about liquid cooling, but I, like or all in like an all in one, but I'm like nah, I'll just go ahead and air cool it. Like why not just get it? Why not get an AIO? No, like. Think it, the temps would be great. 
really good temps. I don't know. I'll, like I say again, still plan, still planning, still working the kinks out. Really, I've just like decided on what, like, exactly configuration that I need and want. Uh, I'm probably gonna go with B550 over the B7, B570 because I'm really using all the bells and whistles. Um, we'll make sure it's compatible. Yeah, that's PC parts picker have been like. Hey, that B550, it's not compatible because BIOS. And then it was like, oh, the fi- oh that 570, yeah, it's not compatible either, because also because BIOS. And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be a rough couple of months. Yeah, um, that's something that you need to look out for, especially if you do not have a compatible CPU to plug into that motherboard immediately. Yeah. So, um, like I learned yeah. that the hard way. And had yeah. to go to a had to go to a computer shop for them to update the BIOS for me so I can use the yeah, CPU I to, bought. Yeah, they probably have to slap like a thirty eight hundred in there and then be like, "Yep, you good." And then upgrade the BIOS and then pop it out and pop it back in. And yeah, so keep keep that in mind. If you, yeah. and you are built, you're building this, or are you getting someone to build it for you? Oh, I'm building it. Yeah, so yeah, I'd say keep that in mind. Keep that in mind yeah. then. Yeah. I are strict. Okay. I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look in the I'm looking to uh, merges. Did it work out of the box? It work out of the I, box? Ma- I imagine it did. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what I, that's what I need. I need out of the box. Good. I I think there's some. I think with like ASUS or Gigabit, they do have um, where you can boot. Where you can like. Um, upgrade the BIOS. Well, damn, you can't buy it. <laughs> or at least not from Amazon. I'm going mm-hmm. to be looking at that. I just have to... I know I want 32 gigs of RAM. I know I want... You know, I, I know I want the 5800. I know I want, like, the, the RTX 3070, which would be more than enough... Uh, graphics card that I need, uh, but I probably thought, but I'll definitely probably be uh, talking to Merge and uh, talking to Merge will work something out about that 3080 Ti. So yeah, I hope you do. I really hope you do. Yeah. 550. Anything 550 just doesn't. That doesn't work out of the box has a shelf has been on the shelf for a long time. That's what I'm also thinking. That made like seeing that that made me excited for you because I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll we'll we'll at least talk about it. <laughs> we'll, we'll 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 try to see if we can work something out. Um, but um, okay, so it's available on Best Buy. Mm-hmm. So uh yeah, I'm gonna be check so I'm gonna be checking that out and. Uh, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna reuse reuse either reuse my case or I'm probably gonna use a get a new case, depending on depending on what I want. Cause I think I might, cause I think I might want to get a full case, but maybe a a full ATX case, but a smaller one. See, like if sitting- we lived closer, I would bring you my um, H440. Mm-hmm. If and, that's uh, something you wanted, uh, but the- I do not feel comfortable shipping class. Or like any type of clear thing. I, I, I do not have the things to make sure it will make it to you intact. 
Oh, you have the exact same? Oh. Yeah. I'd say, you know, you and um you and Merge might want to chop it up. Yeah, we're gonna chop it up. Uh you on di- you on Discord? You on Discord? Yeah. He's in the, he's in the Discord. Yeah, I'll I'll, re- I'll reach out. Uh, I'll reach out to you. Oh shit! You. Did Skype cra- Skype fucking crashed. Yeah, you yeah you yeah. Maybe I should install that um, AMD BIOS update. Yeah. So I'll uh, but yeah, me and me and uh, merge. I'll reach out to you uh, either after the podcast or tomorrow. And uh, we'll we'll talk we'll talk more in detail because yeah I'm trying I'm trying to get this oh yeah I'm trying to get this uh I'm trying to get this PC put together I'm not in a big I'm not in a big hurry so you know but I definitely would like to get the PC done before fall when all those really cool when all those really cool games out again. You know, like I don't, I don't need a big, big, powerful machine, but I want definitely want something that is very edit friendly, very um, create. You know, basically allows me to be able to play Lost Ark without it looking like I'm just like, you know, when I play Lost Ark or Borderlands Three or the handful of like big, big, chunky games and. I kind of also want to play Red Dead. I've been, I've been Jones kind of Jones to play Red Dead, <laughs> Red Dead Two. So in 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 beautiful framed glory. Do I have that so, on PC now? Hmm. Do I have that on PC now? I know I have it on Xbox. Hmm. Choosing new parts. That's that's nice. Not on Steam. Like re- really, it would just really it was just be it would just be like a graphics card because I have, um, I just need like a good, I can I can get the other stuff, but I'm just like a graphics card would be solid, like a yeah, a graphics card would be like the because like ooh the the um, the graphics card alone. Yeah, that would be that would be pretty solid. But yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll get back I'll get back with you, merge. I appreciate it. I appreciate it though. And uh, yes, that's about it. That's it for me. Sin. Yes, sir. What you got going on this week? Well, making a couple of lists for the. Things in the kind of like next gen kind of thing that they have for like these new games that have come out on Steam, especially because I've been watching Pleasantly Twisted play a lot of them and been like notes because she and I share like a very big fondness for RPGs. So I've picked up a lot of things and I've been making small notes about those. Um, Everything else is just tabletop writing and apparently my summer is going to be very booked with tabletop games oh my god um that is a thing we're gonna try to do some reading we're gonna try to catch up on some writing and i'm going to have to plan to see some people because friends and family alike are like hey we should hang out one more time before you move so i've been working on we'll be working on that too 
Dope, dope. Uh, let's see for me. Um, more experimentations with NDI, seeing um, what needs to be adjusted, how like how far I'm willing to go. Um, again, speaking on that, very very unique. Uh, this isn't a flex, but a cry for help problem that I have. Um, yeah, I can see where some of that money might be going. And I think I might have actually found my father's day gift to myself. Um, if I can swing it. Um, let's see here. What else is going on? Let's see. Yeah, father's Day this week, um, this weekend. Um, so, yeah, shout out to all the fathers out there. Every, all the moms who have to be fathers. All the fathers who are doing who carry double duty as mother. And my heart goes out to those who... Um, have lost a father through one way or another. Definitely my love to you all as well. Um, see, Juneteenth is also this. Um, it's coming up. What's Sunday? It's Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, it is Sunday. So also fa- also on Father's Day, but it's being observed Monday. So I have the day off. So I'm really excited about that. Um, unfortunately, I, I have a I have a change that I have to do for work that because we reckon we realized it too late. It has to be on Monday. So nine o'clock put in an IP address and then I'm done mm-hmm. for the day. Um, let's see what else is happening. Um, I probably will stream. I probably will stream Friday just to test more NDI stuff. If I don't feel too tired and fall asleep like I did today. Um, And there's something else. Damn it, there's something else. Okay, yeah, nothing nothing that's happening before next show. So I'll hold off on that one. But yeah, so that's everything that's going on with me. Um, hope to see y'all later, uh, probably on this channel. Uh, more than welcome to join. There'll be a lot of testing. Hopefully I'll be actually be behind the seat. Um during those tests but i tend to do also run them while i'm working um, from the office so i don't know you may catch another replay of um the xbox and bethesda showcase just being run on a loop i realized that when i put the video up in obs it just kept running and it apparently i had i forgot that i had obs open so that video had been looping for probably about 48 hours before i stopped it yesterday (laughs) Um, so yeah, more testing. I'm excited. And again, shout out to Bifuteki uh, for helping me out with some of that. Um, big, big, big help on that. So hopefully, um, again, not all streams will be done in a two PC setup. It's mainly to help out for games that may be too powerful to play while also streaming on the same PC, because I am still a huge proponent of making sure our PC is strong enough to do to handle bo- double duty, um, but also becoming increasingly realistic in realizing that yes, it is okay. It is not a sign of weakness to ask for help, even if it's you, even if you're asking your MacBook to help you out. Um, but that's it. That's the show. We're done here. We're getting out of here. Again, I definitely want um, to shout out our special guest coming up. Um, Coming through at the end of the month for Tech Talk Thursday. Plays. Looking forward to that. 
But until then, we've got one more. This is a special week. Four weeks of show. Four weeks of podcasts this month. It's a special week. All that tech news. Unless, unless, unless y'all have questions. So we can answer there them. There you go. If y'all got questions, again, it's one thing we asked for initially. I mean, it's already down as a, hey, if you got any questions you want to ask, do that. There's a Q&A section in the Discord. If you have questions, please feel free to ask them. We'll try to get the answers for you for next show. And that's for any show. Um, but on that on that bombshell, it's time to go. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to the Tech Talk Thursday. Or tuning into Tech Talk Thursdays for June 16th. 2022 on behalf of kevin kev on behalf of sinziak it's your boy marcus major lennox summers telling you that you could have been anywhere in the world watching any stream in the world you could have been reading the tech gaming and streaming nugs yourself but you said no i am too tired from key three to do any more reading can you please tell us what games are coming out and for that i will say i will and thank you for trusting us with that news for you. I really appreciate it. Of course, all I've got left to say to you wonderful people is I love you. And peace. How?